Hello and welcome to another episode of the Never A Straight Answer podcast, the podcast that aims to cover a wide range of topics from conspiracy theories to popular culture and news. I'm your host Gaz and joining me in the studio is an absolute dream. He's my co-host, Mr. Taylor. I am. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode. Yeah. Hey, it's a good one this week. It is, definitely. Hey, calm down. Calm down there. Thank you. Yeah, it's a good, good episode. We're going to be joined this week uh, by a guest um, talking about dream interpretations, dream analysis. Yes. It's actually yeah. really interesting. And I've, oh, yeah. it's something I've been wanting to get on the show yeah, yeah, for a while. For quite a while, yeah. Um, just wanting to find somebody who knew what they were talking about. And I think yes. we definitely did. We definitely found that. Um, we're going to be joined on um, the show a little bit later by the dream detective, um, Mimi Pettibone. Yes. Um Make sure you stick around because oh, it's yeah, an it's absolute pearl. Brilliant. Um, not only is she going to be uh, deep diving into our psyches. Yeah. Which, which was I a don't, surprise. I don't, I don't know. It's fake don't know if, if you read her. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And um, we've got a couple of listener uh, <laughs> dreams that were sent in as well. So, you yes, know. we have. Yes. Um, got some answers for them. Got a lot to go through. Um, yeah. It's going to be an interesting show. <laughs> but that's all happening a bit later. We've got mm. a few bits to go through before that. Yeah. Um, like, what have you been up to this week, Mr. Taylor? Um, me? Uh, not really much, oh. to be honest. I've just oh, been me, working every out. Single week. I work out. Yeah, I've been starting to do Girl, a bit of uh, workout. You know, Girl, look at that body. Healthy body, healthy mind. And all that. Yeah, that's true. That you know And I mean? plus, sitting on your ass for you yeah, know, the whole for like of this furlough year. period does not help. No. It's no. like, seriously... I think my back's like kind of um, seizing up because it was like I was sat there uh, playing the Xbox. Yeah. And when I stood up, I was like in the Naruto run pose <laughs> permanently. Oh I was like, oh, me, <laughs> trying to get across the living room. So oh, I need see. to stretch. I've been doing yeah. a bit of trying to like get out and walk around a bit more, get on some walks and try and get that fresh yeah. air. And it's spring, summer coming in now so I've mainly done it for um, mental st- uh, stability to be honest yeah good I'm man like, uh, it's, yeah. it really does help if you you know um, exercising yeah. definitely does help your, yeah, your well being and your kind of mental outlook on stuff as well totally like the other agree. day I was looking at something and it oh, it really made me angry it really wound me up and uh, uh, I decided I was there for like 20 minutes going that's like, a that's yeah. a really good point actually it does it's good for getting like your aggressions out mental yeah. stresses and stuff yeah. if you're Use working it. out yeah, yeah, so what, it, something pissed you off, and then you went yeah, right. I'm, I'm gonna go and bust me weights. Yeah, I've got <laughs> I've got my weights down there, and the bench, and it's like right. Nice. You know what? Let's let's use this time and, uh, instead of winding myself even more up. Use the time to calm myself like down it. and get down and Positivity. listen to a bit of music, and like you know, do a bit of exercise. Get the uh, blood. Uh, Cooled down all, a bit. We're more. all about the positivity yeah. on this show. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's positive. Min- well, we, we, like I say, we're talking dreams this well, week, yes, which we is um, hopefully positive stuff, yes. not nightmares. Yes. No, yeah. no. Which Even though this lady does deal with it. One thing that happened this week was yeah. we got nominated for an award. Yes, we have. Yes. Indeed. Um, it is. Minta. It is quite the thing. Yes. It In is. fact, it's quite the thing media. Um, who's yeah. running the uh, podcast awards? And we've yeah. been um, we've been nominated in the something a bit different or some the special yeah <laughs> special we're, we're ca- a little bit special fishy. interests category yeah, yeah. Um, it's dead easy to vote as well yes yeah so and how do you do that well there's a number of ways you could go on our Twitter and our Facebook page yeah. there's a link on the page on Facebook and also a link on Twitter um, I'll try and put one in our kind of 
um, Linktree yeah. as well. But it's dead easy. Once you go to the website, yeah. it's literally like, look down the list for our name, tick the box, and that's it. Bang, Submit. Done. Done. Yeah. Don't have to fill in any personal details. No. Nope. Nothing like that. No can... one's going to ask who you are. You can do it as an anonymous. Yes. And an anonymous. And then the you can even wear the mask. Oh, and yes. do it proper. Yes. Yeah, well, it... you have to wear it all the time now, don't you, at the moment? No, I mean the, the anonymous mask. Oh, do you know, right. like Guy Fox. Oh, ah, yes. Yeah. Thinking outside oh, the box. My... Yes, you are. I love um, my mum. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. It'd be mint. And yes. it'd be really nice if you, appreciate if you, it if so you much. did it. And yes. um, thank you very much. And I won't ask you anything else. We love apart the support. From... <laughs> 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 I'm only joking. Um, do you know what we all need to give a big shout out to this week? Because it was someone that, like, I used to follow on um, Facebook. Oh, uh, not right, Facebook, yeah. YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. a few years ago, yeah, right? Oh. Um, and I was into kind of all this, uh, like, urban exploration and stuff like that. Yeah. And I um, came across this YouTuber called uh, Deep Digger Dan. Oh, right. right? Deep Digger Dan, yeah. I know, yeah. you're talking about Right, yeah. and... Um, I can't remember if he was in somewhere like Germany, if my memory oh. serves correct. One of the first videos that came yeah. across him. Um, and finding interesting stuff in the woods or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. If, if he's going to correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Obviously, I watched a lot of these videos. And um, crops up. He's got a new channel. Ah, and um, he's, he's out there doing um, the the camping and the motorhomes and you know traveling the UK and oh, traveling sweet. around, That's living the that. life, man. And it's yeah. really good. And I do recommend checking him out. Yeah. Um, what they called? They called um travel trolls. Travel trolls. Um, and I think okay, yeah, so if you go get and the opportunity, subscribe because they're absolutely brilliant. Um, do you know they're just a couple of really good, nice down people. to earth people yeah. who uh, uh, are on the road and showing the. Community and people. Do you know what it's like? It's like um, when you, they do reviews of kind of people of um, do you know areas and well, like, campsites and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know they're just genuinely honest about it. You yeah. know, and um, they, you know they they run a YouTube channel as well, so it's like Wi-Fi and stuff. It's a must. Yeah. And I think these types of things are great for these businesses as well because they're obviously reviewing them where more people will see that campsite whereas they didn't know it was there before. Yeah, yeah, go, oh, totally. Do you know what? I might go to that one. Yeah. And then in the flip side, it's going to kind of, um, you know... Give you the best explanation. Well, it's going to give the, 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 the kind of the not-so-well-reviewed um, campsites yeah, reduced a, a as well as kind of... Yeah. Um, as um, a kind of a way of seeing what they're missing. Do you know, yeah, like, yeah. like um, do yeah. we need Wi-Fi? Do we need better facilities? Yes. Yeah. And great. not only that, the equipment that they'll be using as well, including the, uh, the, the if they're camping outside the, uh, the tent oh, yeah, and that, yeah, yeah, or exactly. the actual camper yeah. van and stuff like oh, that yeah, inside do, the van. They do reviews on um, all, all the kit they use. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Early good stuff. Yeah. So, I do if you get a chance. check them out. Um, other than that, I've been playing a bit of Xbox. Um, so I uh, got into this game called Destroy All Humans, which <laughs> yeah. is right up our street, honestly, because it's like, it's um, kind of UFO, um, alien invasion, and yeah, it's so funny. Thing. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen this yet. And You're going probing, let's yeah. just say it like that. It's Ooh, really good. Um, and I do recommend you check it out. I'm, I'm not going to go on too much I'm about gonna that. I'm going to check a review on it. Yeah, I haven't seen honestly, anything on it yet. It's it's been one of those games because yeah, it's set in like that nineteen fifties like Tales ah, of the Amazing yeah, sort of um, era. Mars Attack kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like the um, the the these alien greys have shown up on Earth and they're like, right, we've got a mission to do. We're taking over humanity. Yeah, uh, let's do it, little village. And then like bit by, bit. bit by bit, but then like they're uncovering like the the 
secret government um, plots to control humanity themselves through Majestic. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, so I like brilliant. it. It was like, honestly, because like we talk it. about all this stuff. So yeah. they've gone through all these kind of conspiracies and kind of woven them in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it reminds me of like... I'm hoping it gets a bit more like that towards the end of the game as well, but I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, do, man. Um, so let's get on with the show anyway. Um, yeah. So last week's Chain Connections, um, no one's um, got it right yet. I thought no it was a hard one. Yet. So we're going to roll over, and yeah. Taylor's going to give you a recap. I am. I of am. Um, last week's um, answers. Um, you see, yeah. I didn't get it, and and when you, because I'm I'm in the dark. Yeah. yeah. Right. I only actually know midweek when yeah. I have to ask him if if yeah. the person who's messaged me's got it right. Yeah. Yeah. So. So you. So I do know it now because I asked you, now, but yeah. like, but but no, I, I wouldn't have got it. But like, give him the answers again if you can get it right. Then you've got it. I'll right. give you. Do you know what? If you get it right, you get a T-shirt this week. Seriously, because yeah. yeah, okay, I, I can't. Do you know what? I, I've got. Yeah, come on. Okay, okay. You put that on the table. All right then. Well, the first one is uh, this uh, become famous, uh, more famous uh, in the Vietnam War. Right. Okay. Uh, number two is it's great for putting things together. Right. And the third uh, answer it is uh, it's a little bit sticky. It's a little bit. It's a little bit yeah. sticky. Right. Yeah. Well, think, you, uh, think of it. What happens? If you think you know what it is, yeah, give us a shout. You yeah. could be in with a, sh- a chance of being our smart ass of the week. Yourself. You will be kicking yourself. I know yourself. what it is now. Yeah. Would yeah. you? And you said you wouldn't got it from that. I wouldn't have got it but off would, the first clue. No. No. I don't. Well. I, well yeah, well, well, I don't know. Could, well, it's, it, it, again, it depends, depends on, on the, the person, history yeah. and the person, really. So, I mean, somebody might get it. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I reckon a few people will kick themselves afterwards when the answer comes out. Yeah. Well, we're so to me, it's so easy. Right. Okay. Well. Um, yeah, like I say, we're talking about t-shirts. If you want to yeah. get over to Patreon, um, not Patreon, sorry, um, no. go over to our website. You can pick up a, a bit of merch. Yes, we've got plenty of it out there, and we've got the new limited edition t-shirt. Excellent stuff. Um, was there anything else I wanted to cover before we moved on? Um, I don't know. I can't remember. No, I can't anyway, remember. if we if we we do it later on, right? If you remember. Well, without further ado, yeah. Well, this week we're joined by an expert in all things dream-related, uh, from dream interpretation to uh, psychic and paranormal sleep and dream phenomena. Uh, she's been a dream consultant for television, film and theatre, and she's also the creator and host of the Dream Detective podcast. Welcome to the show, Mimi. Welcome. Thank you so much. Hello. <laughs> so. Hi. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are you guys? Oh, very well, thank yeah, you. How's, bad, how's uh, sunny Seattle treating you? <laughs> it actually is a little bit sunny today, but it's pretty good. Well, wow. obviously, we're in uh, Manchester, which yeah. is very similar. And we had a couple of days of nice weather, but then it's just died raining again. Yeah. So the last two days. But we're not here to talk about the weather. No, we're not. <laughs> we're here to talk about something that I've had a fascination with for a very wow. long time. Yeah. Um, dreams and dream analysis. Yeah. Um, like I say, you're, um, you've got a podcast, which is The Dream Detective, so, yes. can you tell us a bit about that? How did you become a dream detective? <laughs> well, I was always fascinated with dreams. Ever since I was little, I always had this innate sense that they must mean something, but nobody ever talked about it. I had no idea if they meant something or how to figure it out. And 
you know, I became the friend, especially in college, but probably my whole life where I'd be the one to say, you guys, I had this dream last night. I have to tell you about it. Really? (laughs) And so in college, one of my roommates worked at the counseling center and they had a not for credit group. Like it wasn't a class, but just a kind of extracurricular activity that was a dream group. And of course, since I was always talking about my dream, she said, Mimi, you should check out this dream group. And I said, what? There's a group for that. And so I went And it was amazing. It was my first entrance into, I guess, what you'd call self-understanding. Because, you know, the way I was brought up, that any kind of self-help or self-involvement was poppycock. Well, not only that, it kind of, it's (laughs) almost sort of like saying, I've got a problem and I need need help or therapy. I do realize that obviously people have, it's a great thing to do and a great thing to get involved in. Um, but they were it was a taboo about these sort of things, wasn't yeah. they, for a while? It was like a bit Yeah, hokey. I think nowadays it's a lot more accepted and widespread, thank goodness, because I really do believe in it. But, yeah. but what happened was in the dream group, so there's a technique that's been around since the 1960s that was founded by a guy named Montag Ullman. And it's used in dream groups where one person shares a dream and then everybody else in the groups takes turns saying, well, if this were my dream, here's what it would mean to me. So that's called projection. We're all just projecting our own meaning. Nobody's saying, here's what your dream means, because I know, or I think you should go to therapy with your mother. There's no you statements. It's all I statements. So it's, I would feel like that neglected puppy was part of my life that needs feeding and care. And I would look at what part of my life I need to tend to some more. Okay. So by everybody projecting the dreamer takes what fits with them and, and you know in your body you get this click like yes oh, I was yeah, just about fits. to say that because I mean I personally if I was sat in a group and I had five people giving me their personal takes on it <laughs> one of them mm. would resonate with me and I'd go yeah yeah that person yeah. and I mean I wouldn't say that their explanation was any worse than the other person but personally on a personal level fits. you would say that fits yeah. And yes. you know what's yes. kind of going on in your personal life and everything like that. So I can buy that. Yeah, that that's that's okay. a, an actually a quite a nice way of, of actually looking at it, really. Yeah. I mean, a bit of a, a broader, um, broader, a, view of it. broader view. Yeah. 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 And so by everybody saying I statements, it also doesn't put the person, the dreamer on the defensive, because if you're saying you need to do this or you should try that or I think you need you know, to work out your relationship with so-and-so that gets a person really defensive, but just saying, I would feel like it means this to me. It's very much more objective. And the dreamer can also get a different perspective, almost like an outside perspective on their dream. And then whenever someone says something that doesn't resonate with the dreamer, they can just leave it. They don't have to go there. But another interesting thing that happens is all of the other group members who didn't share this particular dream will get something out of it as well from hearing the other projections because something someone says is going to resonate with them for something going on yeah, in their yeah, life. Totally. So, so it does kind of it does kind of work out as a bit of a um like well just a support group if Yeah, you like. well um, yeah, I was just going to say that myself it's some kind of uh uh, uh ways to uh, get someone else to answer your question but within in their life that might hit you 
I get that. Yeah, he, I see where he, you're coming yeah. from there. Yeah. So I mean, so you you've kind of attended these groups and you've kind of started. That was my first introduction. Yes, and so that is the basic dream group technique. Now there are all kinds of other ways of working with dreams, especially one-on-one that I studied for years and I've studied all kinds of other modalities for coaching and personal growth and spirituality. And I'm trained in a social psychology called transactional analysis. So I, I actually do more than dream work. I do coaching with clients as well for everything from figuring out their life path and their purpose to you know, relationships oh, and communication that. to even on a spiritual level, I believe in if whether you want to call it um, your own higher power or the divine or God or Buddha or Mary or whoever or whatever, the quantum field. Now, you, I believe in some kind of higher power. I, and working I, with I that believe well. that. I believe that there's, there's definitely um, a higher power um, in terms of, I, I wouldn't like to name it though in, in that respect, you know, and say this is the work of X, Y, or Z. You know, I like the idea that dreams are a, a doorway to like, you know, answering these questions potentially. And um, you were saying about kind of direction in life and helping people, um, you know, be, you know, a bit more kind of um, directional, if you like. Yeah, um, it's funny you said that because I'm actually working on an episode right now. And depending on when this episode released, that one might already be out, but it's on life path dreams. Okay. And one of the things that our dreams will do is help to guide us towards what is our true purpose? What do we feel called for? Because I think we all feel some kind of calling, like we all come into this world with yeah. some kind of innate talents and abilities. And then we're conditioned, whether it's our family's beliefs, our culture, what whatever, we sort of learn, well, if I want to make my parents happy, I better be this way, even though I really want to be this other way. Yeah, so they guide you the narrative so that you're basically following their path and not realising your own. Yeah, you're not realising your own potential and the the things that you could be doing if you, um, you know, let let your heart kind of lead you and and your own mind lead you rather than just... What you're being told conforming to, to the status yeah, quo, yeah, 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 if you like, right? Yeah, and no, so our really dreams cool. are going to show us. Yeah, if we feel miserable in a job that is not suited to our true nature, our dreams are going to show us. They're going to give us dreams. I mean, the dreams can come in many different forms, but we might feel stuck or trapped or confined or. You'll find out more when you listen to this episode. But <laughs> and and I only I give a few dreams as examples. But again, the the sky's the limit with the creativity of the dreaming mind, of course. But our dreams will show us where we feel stuck, but also they'll give us clues as to what we really do feel called towards. Okay. So why do you think we dream? Why do you think we dream at all? I mean, do you think there's a number of reasons or do you think it's... Because um, I've always thought it was, you know, your you know, working through um, problems that you can't really resolve you know, on your own or kind of your subconscious or, you know, because there's different levels of dreams, isn't there? Because there's obviously, you can have nightmares and, and really kind of prolific dreams where it's just a fun thing where you're like, oh, I was in a jacuzzi with, I don't know, you know, you, you, whoever you've got the hots for or, you know, <laughs> you're a millionaire and you can have these really exciting, great, fantastic dreams, but then obviously you can have these really mundane 
life just where where you could not tell whether it was real life or a or dream because I know I've like when I do I mean I don't very rare it's very rare that I do remember my dreams but I think when I do it's the confusion that I have when I wake up whether it's the real world or am I still dreaming because the the dreams that I seem to have when I'm in that sort of half awake state vivid and not well they're vivid but they're just like I've not put the bins out <laughs> Do you know, like something <laughs> like that, yeah. Like, and and I just can't get my head around why. Well, supposedly people have these really crazy, exciting dreams that I don't seem to have. Well, supposedly you're uh, you have fifty uh, fifty. You have good dreams and you have bad dreams. Apparently, in in science, they reckon that it's fifty fifty. Okay, well. I I've not heard fifty fifty. I've heard about two thirds of our dreams contain elements of anxiety and problem solving. I'm sure it depends on the source you explore, but yeah. without yeah. even trying to quantify it, you know, I think any human would agree that yes, some dreams are problem solving, some dreams are just taking the trash out or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and other dreams can be very profoundly spiritual or psychic. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of people who get after death visitation dreams, so. A loved one passes on and they have an experience that feels so real. And I believe those are real. I have some episodes on that. So you think um, those are real visits, a visitation? Oh, yes. Oh, that, yes. That's actually Absolutely. really fascinating because um, I, I've, I was just about to ask when you were saying, you said earlier about like the quantum sort of dreaming and like, you know, um, I think that kind of opening a doorway to a different realm or a different sort of spiritual plane like when you see when people say the astral walk or astral project you know it would that be considered a a form of you know meditation dreaming a dream state would that be um i think that depends on who you ask but i think a lot of people would say that that's different than dreaming. Okay, yeah, there's, that's fair. Yeah, there's lucid dreaming, there's astral projection. Astral projection is when, let's call it our consciousness, mm. leaves our body. I mean, here's something that's been scientifically studied is, you know, the people that have out-of-body experiences when they're pronounced clinically dead on the operating table in a hospital. And then later they report the exact conversations the surgeons were having and yeah. what the people down the hall were drinking out of, and eating and what so-and-so was wearing. And there's one about like they traveled to the outside of the building or somewhere in the building on a high up ledge or shelf, there was a shoe and they described it exactly. And it was later, everything was confirmed. So this is a known thing that happens. So we know that consciousness exists outside of the physical body and even the brain being alive. Yeah. So if you go by that theory alone without even having to subscribe to any kind of spiritual philosophy, now, if you're spiritual, you're probably already there on board with this stuff. But if you get into that mindset, astral travel, I believe, would be our consciousness leaving our body. And whether you're going to another place on the planet or another place in outer space. It just seems that, when you say, you know, like um, people or like uh, pa people who've passed on um, are able to sort of visit you or sort of um, say the goodbyes or pass on a message. Mm. Um, it that suggests to me that it's a, a two-way door or a two-way street, if you like. Right. Whereas, do you know, and that's the only reason why I ask about the yeah, astral we're the antennas. Um, is if yeah. um, we're able to, um, you know, allow other entities in to basically deliver a message or give you a, um, you know, a, a, a goodbye, 
then would it be so far-fetched to say that you were able to kind of use that as a method of projecting outwards? I don't know. Oh. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I believe so. I think that we our consciousness can even visit living people when we're alive and living people's consciousness can visit us. I mean, now we're getting to some trippy stuff, but I like that. we're I mean, all I, about the trippy I, stuff. It's all good. <laughs> so. yeah, I believe in that. I believe I've experienced that. I've heard plenty of stories from other people. So I do believe that our consciousness, again, just like that out of body experience that has been studied, our consciousness can travel. And whether that's, you know, us, going somewhere or someone coming to visit us whether they're passed on or alive i think all of it's possible actually yeah but isn't um uh dreaming uh come under the subconscious that's why you can't um like you can't read in your dreams you can't see yourself in the mirror you can't read a clock because they're conscious is that, is that true Yes, yes, you're right. I mean, now some people can read in their dreams and see a clock, but that's because yeah. they may have a little more left brain or conscious mind activity happening in the dream state. But typically during the dream state, the conscious mind is offline for the most part. It is just nighty night, you know, not that logical, rational part of the brain this is the part of the brain that says that's the past, this is the present, that's the future, that's Joe, this is Bob, that's Gaz, that's Taylor. But in the subconscious, nonlinear, creative, intuitive mind, it's this is that person I'm podcasting with or this is – um, my first love or the, what a love relationship is. This this comes up a lot actually in romantic dreams. People wonder why they dream so much about their ex, whether it's their first love or a recent love. I see a finger wagging. Yeah, <laughs> yes. in, isn't it right on that that you only see, uh, in your dreams, you will not see anyone who's around that you've never seen. It's all because of the uh, visual, like I, I have a oh, dream yeah. and see you. Yeah, because it's all. It doesn't necessarily what's... have to be you but it's your face to no well, well this is funny you see right because <laughs> I, I remember when i was right so i want to go we'll go into this in a minute right because um I, i've got a question about um psychic dreams right so okay um foreseeing things like um and this this is something that happened to me personally when i was younger and i was a, a lot lot younger and um i remember um, having this dream where I was, um, I was at this this um, it, like a movie theater, right? And but it wasn't really a movie theater. It was like something, another attraction within an attraction. So it was kind of like an inf informational video, yeah. And I was sat with a, a boy and a girl, and I had no clue who they were, right? Now, mm -hmm. about five years later, we went on a holiday, family vacation, and um, we went on an excursion for the day. And it was pretty quiet. There was hardly anyone at this park, yeah. But they led us into this movie theater, and it was, like, adjacent to the park, and there was only two other people sat in the, in the theater, a boy and a girl, right? Uh -huh. And, and uh -huh. I sat down, and I went, um, I've done this before. What it, yep. and and it, it really confused me and that's only ever happened to me once before where I, it was a road where I knew I'd been on this road before I was 100% positive and as I walked down it I was like I've had this in a dream or you know this is 
is that a possibility that you can kind of predict things like oh my goodness yes i've had those dreams all my life and that is one theory of where deja vu comes from even if a person doesn't remember having the dream they get the sense i've seen this place before it could be that they dreamed about it i think quite a lot now Back to what I was saying about remember the conscious mind and the subconscious mind, the linear and the nonlinear. And I said how the conscious mind thinks of time as past, present, future. And this is, you know, Joe and that Sue and that Steve. But the subconscious mind sees time as happening all at once, which is hard to even mentally grasp because we're thinking with our conscious minds. Yeah. But that is exactly what quantum physics is yeah. finding of now. It is. Yeah, the, it's the all happening together, um, past, yeah. present and future. Yeah. So, um, so but, if you think of time as a circle rather than a line, not past, present, future in a straight line, but all in a circle, all happening at once, it actually makes a lot more sense of how we would be able to pick up on that sitting in a theater with a boy and a girl five years before it actually happens. Yeah. Now, I think that psychic dreams can happen around anything from the mundane to like a pencil falling off a table to the highly significant. And what science has found, because there have been studies done on this as well, is that psychic abilities are actually a survival of the species mechanism. So a lot of times, not all the time, because you're sitting in a theater with a boy and a girl, it doesn't sound like it changed your life or no, not at all. Nobody nobody died, nobody had a baby in that scene, nobody, you know. But in a lot of times, the situation you mentioned, a flashback of driving down a road, you'll hear stories where somebody drives down a road and they recognize it and they remember, I had this dream. And when I went around that corner, there was something in the road and I hit it and I woke up because I knew I was going to die because I hit this thing. So they remember the dream and they slow down Ah. before they turn the corner and they're able to prevent that thing from happening. Well, would you now, say that's that not that, always the case? No, because I sometimes say, I think. Could you not? Say, I was just going to say that. I mean, I mean, you could say that you slow down, and that kind of influenced what happened. But um, maybe that was the the message. You know, that it was always meant to be that you you slow down. That's and, like messing with right. time dilation, yes. though. Like a correction, you know I mean? if yeah. you like, because that's the way I, when you mentioned deja vu earlier, I mean, you could argue that that is, it's a sort of... Been there um, before, you messed up, you had to go back and start it again. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe. maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Well, yeah, and this the is the thing is that dreams can show us potentials for the future, but I believe that not everything is set in stone. There's another really famous story. I actually have some episodes in my podcast about psychic dreams as well. And one of the series, one of the stories I share is pretty famous. It's about a woman who had a dream. She woke up in the middle of the night and she dreamed that the chandelier fell on her baby in, in his crib oh in the next room over. Whoa. So she tells her husband and he's kind of like, oh, it's just a dream. Go back to sleep. And she she can't get back to sleep. So she gets up and she takes the baby into their room to bed with them. And later that night, sure enough, crash, the chandelier comes down onto the crib. And so her in her dream, the baby was crushed. But 
because she yeah, took action to prevent it, she was able to change the outcome. For so, so yeah, it, it is. It's you could almost take it as as a warning. Um, and this is the thing because I mean, like I mentioned earlier, with that um, situation with a random mundane situation where I just have this. Uh, images of a fair and a boy and a girl maybe it was that i didn't really take on the 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 message that it was providing with me with do you know like it, oh, it seems possibly could be that uh like i was saying i'm about sorry if i'm sub- making this more too personal <laughs> like no, no, subconsciously like it, it it doesn't matter if you know the person if you've been walking down the road and you've seen this person uh, uh they can be in your dream because they were, you have actually yeah, had it's eyes almost on, like but you didn't the, realize um, it. Uh, I mean, the idea that you could say, if, you know, it, it's an observable universe and, you know, nothing exists in the universe until it's observed, Yeah, you know, True. and it's like, it, it's the same thing within your own little microcosm in your own head. I mean, obviously, um, you when you fall asleep, I'm assuming that your brain will, um, and your, your conscious mind will kind of, concoct a scenario using elements available to it well apparently you know? isn't isn't this true that um your uh, brain is more active when you're asleep than you are when you're awake well that's a good point you know a lot of people think that when we're dreaming we're in um a very lowered state of consciousness in terms of our mind working but actually it's when our mind is the most active during sleep that when we're dreaming. So about every 90 minutes, we go through a sleep cycle where every 90 minutes or so we have what they call an REM dream. That's the rapid eye movement where we're having those story like dreams that we're talking yeah, so about. Lucy, yeah. Lucy dreams generally happen but around isn't the REM sleep. True on that as well. If you wake up um, uh, in the mid state of uh, both being uh, conscious and unco- uh, uh, subconscious, that uh, when you wake up, you actually remember your dreams more. You can actually well, calculate and remember the lot. Well, if you wake up while you're having a dream, yeah. you're over 90% likely to remember it. Yeah. yeah. If you wake up between dreams, you're probably not going to remember it. Now, there yeah. is another thing I want to address because you were talking about it earlier was is um, what I would call sleep thinking. So there's the REM dreams. So, you know, I was flying and then I saw my brother and then this mouse came up and, you know, those weird little stories. Yeah. But then there's the other ones where if somebody's starting a new job where they're learning how to cashier, they're learning how to operate a cash register, their neural pathways are going to rehearse and repeat those new actions they're learning to consolidate them and ingrain them in their memory. And sometimes that is called sleep thinking where we're just sort of going over these either things we're learning or maybe just some of the mundane things of life, making sure we take the yeah, because it's true that um, athletes, there are some athletes out there yes. who actually, if you if you dream you're doing, you're running, you're dreaming, you're, you're swimming, you're actually slightly moving your uh, muscles within your body and you actually uh, gain a little bit by just, okay. so you're actually exercising while you're sleeping. Well, there's a lot of studying done on that with um, mental imagery. So when they're awake, if an athlete rehearses their their sport, their skill, they will improve because they've rehearsed it so much in their mind. Now, I'm not sure about whether or not they actually gain muscle. And honestly, I'm not sure about that in the dream state either because focus, there is – Focus, What's that? definitely. Focus yeah, their focus, of, their mind, their um, mental yeah, concentration totally. and ability to – 
know that they can do that has been rehearsed. So it's like an actor rehearsing their lines. Confidence. They're more likely to perform it well if they've rehearsed it. Yeah, exactly. The confidence would be skyrocketed as well because, I mean, it's one of them where if you you kind of envision of you winning and, you know, you, you, you say, like you say, you rehearse the moment and you're rehearsing the actual event um, to the point where you, you feel like if this goes as planned, <laughs> you know, yeah. and as rehearsed, it, it, we're quids in, but, you know. Yeah, there's a thing, uh, mental training, where if you do the same thing 11, uh, 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 11 days on the roll, you're, uh, you're, uh, the, um, the muscle memory you remember on it, it comes through. I would like to like Mimi was just saying there about like if you were um in a job and you were kind of um you know rehearsing and yeah, learning yeah. this this these procedures, then yeah, I'd say I've had dreams where of you know when I've been doing <clears throat> mundane stuff work wise and it's been you've gone to bed dreaming about it, you know, like yeah. and, I mean this is the thing, it's like it's funny, actually, because, again, do you know what? I've said I don't really remember my dreams, but I'm coming up with quite a few examples tonight. Um, I hear it, this all the time. This, this, I don't remember my dreams, but let me tell you this one, and here's another one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, this is it. My, they're not that exciting. Um, I, it, this is more to do with that sort of um, memory of learning something and it being sort of... Um, it is there in your subconscious. I mean, I remember there was something that I was trying to do. It was something on the computer and a piece of software that I'd learned in college, and for the life of me, I couldn't remember how to do it. I had a dream that night that I was sat in the class, yeah, Mm -hmm. and the lecturer was telling me how to do it, and I woke up, like, middle of the night, ran to my computer and did it first time. Yay! Honestly, I could not believe it. I was like, I've been racking my brains about this for for about three days. Well, you, you, you do know dreams have changed history. Change, uh, uh, yeah. dreams of uh, uh, Google was uh, 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 from a dream. Uh, yep. So was uh, the um, sewing machine, DNA. Yep. Um, also uh, Tesla, he had dreams. So did, uh, what's his name? Um, Einstein. Einstein, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, so he actually... Well, yeah, it's, it's nice. sort like of... Mimi a... was saying it's problem solving. He must have been... I mean, these people must have had um, some sort of kind of idea there and it was they've gone yeah. to sleep it and was, it's 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 organized it in a way that they've woke up thinking eureka uh the you know. at the the table of um the elements that actually because it was uh they were set in one way and then um they, they were having issues with it and someone actually went away draw uh, uh, uh thought of the idea brought it to the table and we've still got it to this day and that was through a dream yeah <laughs> so, and the book and movie series Twilight was conceived from a dream. Oh, I can from believe that. <laughs> what did you say? I can believe that. <laughs> a bad dream, probably. Nightmare. <laughs> and Rolling Stones song Satisfaction, yeah, The Police. Yeah. Um, I think it was Don't Stand So Close to Me. Just tons and tons of musical and literary works come from dreams. And they yeah. often say that as soon as they woke up, they wrote it down and boom, I mean, yeah. in a heartbeat. It was yeah. so fast. Something that would normally take a long time to create, they just boom, downloaded oh, yeah. it and wrote it down and it was so created. So what you say? I mean, like you were saying earlier about like you have dream cycles right so if you're having a number of dreams a night 
then like for for someone like myself who who very rarely remembers any of it and it seems like the ones that I do remember are, are during that REM where I'm woke partially the way through the dream yeah so all those other dreams that I'm missing out on I mean how is there any way of kind of um you know maybe remembering them a bit better or is yes. there any techniques that Absolutely. you can you can do Yes. So before we started recording, you mentioned how you you kind of bolt out of bed every morning and get going. Yeah. So that's part of the problem. When we are asleep and dreaming, first of all, if you can find a day where you cannot set the alarm and not have to rush out of bed and start engaging your linear conscious mind, because we have different brainwave states and, you know, high level thinking, like we're talking right now, thinking about what am I going to say next? No, here's what I want to say because he said that and da, da, da. That's beta brainwaves. Now, alpha and theta are the next lower down, which are a little more relaxed, but still still thinking and processing, but more like in that relaxed state. Like I've had a lot of massage therapists tell me that as soon as people lay down on their table and start getting in that kind of like, ah, oh, kind of state, they go, oh, I had this dream last night. I have right. to tell you about it. Because they're going back into the same brainwave state that they had while they were dreaming. That's Say. called state specifics. They've even done studies on state specific learning where if you have somebody learn a skill or study something while they're, you know, using marijuana, they will perform better on a test when they're in the same state. So if they're using marijuana. <laughs> so and same with if they yeah. learn it when they're <laughs> sober, they're going to perform better on the test yeah. when they're sober because they're in the same state. So getting back into that same state. So when you wake up, if you can allow yourself to stay in that alpha brainwave state where you're just kind of, okay, pay attention to what does my body feel like? What am I feeling? Is anything drifting into my mind right now? And not pull yourself into the day-to-day, okay, today I'm going to edit this podcast and I'm going to go for a run and I'm going to make coffee and I'm going to do this and that and, blah, 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 and take it's the generally the out. Co- <laughs> it's, the, it's the coffee thing, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, instant coffee, yeah. or a cat poking me in the face. I must admit, I think I do that kind of thing, though. I do get, I don't jump, I, when I need to, I do, but when I, I know I've got, like, I don't have to get up all day, be like, yeah, right, I mean, what am I feeling, what's going on around you know, uh, yeah, I don't clear my head. I, I've got stuff to do. I just get up I've, as soon as my eyes open. I'm literally right. See, you got, can't play, you can't work all the time. You've got to play as well. Oh, I know. But I mean, this is the thing. I'd love to kind of remember them. And, and you know, I've, I think like I'm going to try and, and, and take some of your advice on this. Um, that, why, but, why do you well, think people have... Rec- oh, sorry, what well, was you going to say there? Well, can I just say a little bit more about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be every day. You don't just have to lounge in bed till late oh, in the morning. Oh, not really every day. No, no, I don't do it every day, honestly. Well, some of us like to do that. <laughs> I'd but... like to, but I just yeah. can't do it. <laughs> but, but what you can do is pick a day when you don't have to set the alarm or rush out of bed. And another part of this is setting the intention before you go to sleep and telling yourself over and over I would like to remember a dream tonight I would like to remember a dream and you can also ask for a dream on a certain topic that's called dream incubation that's been used since the temples in ancient Greece I kind of like that because I've used it for time 
when my my alarm clock I know has been messing up and I'm like, I've got to be up at nine. I've got to be up at nine. And I say to myself, like, at, at, at night, uh, a couple hours before. Just wake myself up wait, before make, nine. Well, to myself, to my subconscious, I, I, I think, that, like, make sure up, make sure, and I can guarantee I can, bang. And it's like, whoa, most of the time it doesn't work, but quite a lot of time it does. I, I, I think I've been, I think most people can say that they've kind of, like, um, you know, forced themselves awake, uh, like, you know, so there's obviously like something going on in your mind there while you're asleep to kind of prompt yeah, give you to, like a little just to give you a nudge to say mm, bang, but, wake up. Just, but, but what yeah. Mimi's saying there is you can use that technique as um to kind of influence this type of dream you're having yeah 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 so yeah well it's just think if you can program yourself to wake up at a certain time, what else can you program yourself to do or believe you can do? And then you can ask your dreams for creative ideas. Let's say you want to write a book, but you're not sure what about, or you are writing a book, a fictional book about a story and you're stuck at a certain part of the story. You can ask your dreams to show you a good plot or twist or whatever for that story. And you can ask for insights about a relationship or what is my true purpose. The sky's the limit in terms of what you can ask. One of the keys is to ask the question in an open-ended form, like how can I, or show me some insights about rather than a yes or no question, because yes or no is more black and white thinking, and it doesn't leave room for possibilities. I'll give you an example. A friend of mine, she was living in Houston, Texas, and she was going to move. And she thought, well, I could move back to Alaska where I'm from, but there's really no social life for me there, but I could afford a house. Or she could move back to Seattle because she used to live here. She said, I'd have a great social life, but I couldn't afford a house. And those were two things that were important to her. So she went to bed thinking, you know, where should I move? Or, you know, just she wasn't even trying to do dream incubation. This is why we say sleep on it, right? Subconsciously, we kind of know this. So she went to bed thinking about where she wanted to live next. And she woke up and literally bolted out of bed and went, Austin, it's Austin, Texas, because (laughs) she already had a community there for her work. It was affordable in terms of buying a house and she hadn't even consciously considered it. But it's kind of like how your dream allowed you to access that that problem you were trying to remember, the computer software you were trying to remember how to use. Our subconscious records everything. Yeah. But our conscious mind, they give the, you know, you've probably heard this iceberg analogy where the conscious mind is just the tip of the iceberg sticking out of the water. And the subconscious mind is the vast iceberg below the surface of the water. So we remember and record everything. And, you know, this is back to the quantum physics thing. If you believe in the quantum field or the collective unconscious, that there's ideas and possibilities and things floating around that we're able to also get in touch with that. Well, we've def- and again, whether you call it our higher selves, yeah. our creativity, um, the divine source, whatever. I This is where, you know, I, I'm like you. I don't like to personally name it for people, but I like to ask people, what do you, what is your belief is this your into do you believe in your intuition or higher self or do you want to call it god or jesus or do you want to call it the quantum field or whatever and to me it's all the same kind of energy and then we can access that through the dream state generally speaking i think if you know um it's we were talking about this recently as well weren't we about your gut about trusting your gut and trusting like um and you know it's it's one of those isn't it it's like when you know 
when it's it, it's right for you, when it's um, what information's coming through is um, going to benefit you. And when you have these sort of bad dreams and you kind of you're waking up from it and it's it's almost offering you a solution that you'd not even contemplated before, yeah. then there's definitely something to this sort of um, you know your consciousness um, guiding you. Um, if you, if so, I mean, it's your, it's your body, isn't it? Your body sort of um, always yeah. seems to be kind of pointing you in the right direction. Yeah, but to be honest myself, I think it's more the subconscious than the conscious. The conscious is the action of what you're doing now, but the subconscious no, that's what I mean. is the yeah, control yeah, yeah. of everything Well, you know, they it. say the body is yeah. the subconscious. The subconscious yeah. expresses itself through the body. So you're both kind of saying the same thing. Okay. Fair and enough. I agree. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I wanted to kind of discuss a couple of like you know we discussed like lucid dreams and um, pathetic uh, not pathetic <laughs> you know what I say there. yeah prophetic psychic dreams um you know where do daydreams fall into it are daydreams the same one. as dream like night dreams are the well uh, actually you know it's I've heard that we go through a similar circadian rhythm during the day as we go through during the night. So about every 90 minutes or so, we typically enter more of a daydream-like state. Zone out. Now, right. if you're giving a talk, a TED talk for two hours, you might not start daydreaming an hour and a half in. I'm not saying that. But just as part of a natural circadian rhythm, we will sort of go in and out between the higher brain waves and then the more kind of I'm forever zoning out. I mean, I, I see people like <laughs> as well where, do you know, when you've got to go hello and, you you know, wave in front of the faces because they're off on another planet, you oh, know, yeah, and, yeah. you know, and I, and I think, what was you thinking about then? You know, like, I, know, I, I can't remember, you know, but, <laughs> I can't remember. I so it, it kind of makes me think that, I mean, like you were saying there, right, you're operating on brain waves and like alpha and beta waves. Um, does that so you're saying that like daydreams, um, you kind of alpha, I'd say, uh, w- would they be alpha or would they, would they be more like, um, Still on the same the level as the beta? Do you know, like, it, like you said, we're going on a no, night, it's a definitely more cycle. alpha, so yeah, more, so it's more just the sort relax. of the cycles that we seem to yeah. go through, yes. And actually, this is something we can harness as well, and some of the really big companies. Now I don't work for Google, but I've read that they are aware of this and utilize this. When we take a break from trying to think, let's say somebody's a writer and they're working on that plot of the story and they're just really using their beta high level thinking brainwaves and they just get stuck writer's block. Right. Yeah. One of the best now we, we think, okay, I got to keep going and I got to get this done. Right. This could apply to any, especially creative endeavor or figuring out a logical problem, even like your computer software. One of the best things we can do is take a break, go outside, take a walk, go play a game, play some foosball or ping pong. In my last job, in my, sorry to interrupt, in my last job, we were literally encouraged to, you know, like, Take a break, Take a break. Every, you know, every, That's right. and because That's one we, of those smart companies, well, yeah. I, I mean, it was basically quite a creative um, field and it was a case of burnout. It was like, if you didn't, you know, take a break, you would make mistakes. And it is, you know, it's one of those where it's such a benefit just taking five minutes to think about yeah. something else when you're working on something that's taxing or that's literally burning your head out and you need 
it's all I, I recommend that in any oh, yeah. any situation is always just take five minutes step back and I think you're right Google Google's like the the, the number one uh, to actually sort of bring it out more into the open that like companies should kind of do this yeah. kind of thing because it actually helps in the long run well productivity and stuff but yeah. I mean in terms of kind of like like burning your employees out and keeping them yeah, people creative out out there. well it's more to do with kind of like uh, Mimi was saying there the um, you know creativity and um, how you how you're kind of you know we push ourselves to a, a breaking point and like you do need to kind of step back step back and, and, and just check, yeah. let your let your mind kind of wash backwards a little bit so you can kind of and then you'll yeah, find that those those answers that you're struggling on and those those um you know questions that you're asking you'll find that the they're actually easier than you thought. Yeah, because you've got time to sit back now and collect all that data that's been thrown at you for so long, and you can go like, right ah, now. Let's use it. Much. What's useful? What's not? So uh, and right. So when we take a break from the conscious mind, the subconscious mind gets gets to kick in, and remember that's that bigger part of the iceberg. Yeah. So if we go play a game of ping pong or take a walk, and we stop trying to force an outcome and stop trying to consciously think about the answer, we're accessing our creative, nonlinear, intuitive problem solving and ideas, and when and then that just floats up. And companies like Google that we're, we're using as an example know this, and that's why they actually put out a lot of games for their employees. Right. They have places where they can go rest. And I'll tell you about Einstein. Um, Another thing that he did in a second, remind me to come back to that, but they encouraged their employees to do this, not only would, of course, to avoid burnout, but also because they know that's when something called peripheral thinking happens. That's when they get all those creative, intuitive ideas. And guess what is those are what make the company a lot of money. Yeah. So oh, it's a win-win. Yeah. So, yeah. so definitely it's yeah. like, what well, we want more of that. Yeah. Go and have a nap. Yeah. <laughs> Stop working. <laughs> have a rest. We pay you to sleep, not to work. Sounds pretty awesome. I'm going to go and work for Google. Oh, yeah. Anyway, sounds <laughs> like know, a good company. It sounds like an ad for them. And again, I don't work for them, but I have read this more than once. Mm. And Einstein used to hold, I think it was a metal ball or something. It was Einstein and Thomas Edison both used this. I'm sure more people than just them. But they would hold something heavy in their hand. And then they would allow themselves to just kind of drift off in their chair while they're thinking about the theory of relativity or whatever it is they're trying to invent or solve. Yeah, a lot so that when they go into that twilight kind of dreamy kind of state, they're accessing the ideas. And as soon as they would start to go deeper asleep, their hand would relax so much they would drop the heavy object and boom, the sound would wake them up. And they did that on purpose so that they could remember yeah. whatever the information was that they accessed. Because otherwise, like I said, if you have an REM dream or access that state and then you go into the other stages of sleep where you're not dreaming and you wake up during that, you're not going to remember it. So, so Einstein could have had some absolutely groundbreaking, um, oh, you know, oh, well, no, he did, but I mean, he could have even had more, you know, well, like he yeah. probably forgot half of the stuff he He's came had, up with. Like, same as Stephen Hawkins, they've had so many ideas, but he, it's it's trying to, it, once you've got an idea, you've got to try and, you know, prove it and you could only, you only have a certain amount of time to prove certain amount of things, don't you? So, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, it's like Tesla and he, he, he done sort of the same thing with um, the electric and stuff, but, 
then you know he got so we've got over. we've got a bit of time left um i just wanted to kind of go over a couple of um like dreams that people have sent in um and as well one or two of my own actually yeah um, you've got I've one got, as well i've got you? two of my own but i've got a, like, a nice little quote here do you want to well. go first do you want to ask me me yours first yeah then? you know what i've had this dream for so long and I, I don't know what it is and basically what it is is there's like a a, a town let's say like uh um brazil and you got, you know, all them backdrops, you got all them little villages together. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a path and you can go up, up and uh, there's a road and it goes to a gate where there's a house. And I see this house, I get to this house and then I wake up. There's nothing more, but I've had it so many times. So it's just the journey. It's sort of like yeah, a, a journey if you, uh, through all that to get to my castle or something. I maybe, don't know. Maybe. But it's a dark. And I'm going like to practice what Mimi said earlier, and I'm going to give you mine. No, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> hey, go on, Ed. Start with, actually, this would be, if you want to do this, just start with, if it were my dream, I well, if, would think, feel, and don't say you at all. Just say, if it were my dream. Well, if it were my dream, I'd think that that would be some an idyllic sort of um, goal to head to what you what you like a quiet. You I, nice I, I, little, I. Oh, sorry, I'd like a, a nice quiet little kind of hilltop place where nice I was place. left alone, <laughs> you know, and just yeah, but it was dark and dingy. It was like oh, like right. <laughs> like uh, some weirdo was living in there or something. But as soon as I got to the gates, well, it was like right. If I had a dream like that, I'd be worried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is cool because now you're getting to see, and I could do, and if it were my dream, I could give a few different takes, but but let me stay focused on a couple other things here. One, if we had five people in a group, you yeah. would hear a lot of different takes on yeah. that if it were my dream. Like if it were my dream, I would think it was my goal to buying a house. If it were my dream, I would think, you know, my life is a journey. If it were my dream, I would think I'm trying to get somewhere, but I never get in there. Yes. You yeah. know, yes. Yeah. That's a good someone one. else. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And one. Yeah. Someone else might say if it were my dream I would think this was a past life where I lived in that house. Who knows? Um Yeah, it, you could hear the gamut. And it, and it, yeah, if if something doesn't resonate with you, you go, about "Nah, to, I was that's about not to say did any, any of that resonate with you then?" Um maybe the journey. Uh yeah, uh, the last point uh was uh, a no, a definite no no. Um uh yeah, it's sort of like, a, yeah, it's supposedly it's like a journey, but it's, yeah, it's, I, I, I don't know. I think there's more to it. Cause yeah, it's, it's okay, now, now let's get into the one-on-one -on -one where I ask you questions, because this is the difference between a dream group and a one-on-one -on -one session. This is great, because yeah. now people get to really experience it. And oh. and by the way, I have a dream forum on my website where people can join through my Patreon for my podcast. It, it's going to normally be $10 a month, but right now they can join for as little as $1 or $5 a month. Awesome. And they can share a dream, and I personally will comment, and other forum members can comment if this were my dream cool. so if people want a low investment financial way to get an exploration <laughs> yeah, of a yeah. dream they can Cheap join my forum and get some feedback on their dream now a one-on-one -on -one session would be more like this i would ask you let's do this um how did you feel in the dream i don't um, <laughs> i felt okay actually and until i got to the house and then i was more confused i thought it was like I've, I'm walking through a busy shopping area, but they're really tight. I mean, you've got to squeeze through, and there is a lot of people there, and it's very busy. But then, as soon as I get to the top of the hill, it's like there's a a, a, 
a dark and dingy uh, place, but I felt, I don't know, it felt like I, I know the place. I do feel like I know the place, but that I don't know. Where, yeah, yeah, but the reason why I don't say past life is because it, it's more in these decades than uh, past Yeah, decades. but like we were saying earlier, I mean, if you were, if you kind of subscribe to the, the fact that, or the idea that times, past, present and future is all happening at once, then, you know... Um, th- how could you <laughs> yeah. say that it was any time it could be, you know, because well, see, of the this environment. is where if I'm doing a dream work session, whatever the dreamer is experiencing, I go with that. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, and this is totally fine conversation and all that, but I never try to convince somebody that is something other than what they think. Yes. Cause yeah, it, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. be a different dreamer and be like, I feel like this was my past life in, you know, Scotland or whatever. And I'd be like, okay, then let's explore that. Now it's still going to have some relevance to their life today. So it yeah. doesn't really matter if it's a past life right, or not because like you're living this life right now. Yeah. So let's go back to the dream. You feel like you know this house. You're So first, you as you were walking along the path, and I didn't hear this on the first time. This is why I ask a lot of questions. Yeah. So as you go along the path and the road to the house, there's like a shopping area. It's really busy and crowded. Massive and what did that feel like when you were there? Like kind of overwhelming was I getting or what did it feel like when you're in the busy area? Yeah, a, a little overwhelming, a little confused on why do I keep going this same route and turning up at this 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 yard, but it's so busy down here. I don't see faces. I don't see, I, I see maybe uh, materials like, you know, clocks and stuff like that, doors and that, but I don't see uh, uh, that much around, but I know it is busy. It is, it is, it's more like an arcade kind of thing. A place Okay, of so it's very busy, busy yeah. and you, you kind of think, why do I keep going the same route? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm wondering why am I going up through all this to this uh, place that I know, but uh, I sort of think I don't know, if you know what I mean. Because I, okay. I don't, I've, I don't believe I've ever seen it before, <laughs> only in my dreams, but I know the place when I'm there. But I don't actually enter. when you get enter. to the top of the hill, you describe the house as dark and dingy. Yeah, And you feel like you know it. And earlier yeah. you were saying maybe like a creepy person lives in there. Can you say a little bit more about the house and who lives there and I, what you feel like when you get there? I don't get no sense of anyone who actually lives there. I only get the sense that the place is um, uh, it's, it's set back. It's set back um, uh, that I can't reach because I never actually, uh, uh, when the gates open, I never actually get in there. And it's like... Um, you know, you'd see um, like uh, trees and overgrowth here and there, yeah, and, and stuff like that. But it's it's a, it's like a mansion kind of house. Okay, a dark and dingy mansion house. Yeah, but it's only it's one. It's it's like there's one door and like one massive archway. Right. See, you know, when you you get them buildings, if you have a look at a, a normal British building on the side, it could look like an archway. Okay. You know, uh, you, right. yeah. No, not really. Yeah. But <laughs> I can picture like an old movie, like this would be the place where the, you know, the spooky person lives, maybe or something. Yeah, I don't but know. I get no. Was I it spooky no. though? Was it? No. Was it? Was, was did no, you feel like no. uh, you, there yeah, was danger? Yeah, no, sorry, I didn't mean to say that yeah. it was spooky. Oh no, no, he no. Didn't say that. Yeah, no. So let's did. get some more descriptive words from you. If you could give me some adjectives to describe this house, how would you? What other words would you use to describe it? Um, I don't. I, I get a sense that there's um, uh, there's happiness there. 
I do get a sense that there is happiness there, but I, um, but I just can't sort of, like I say, I can't go through the gate. As soon as I hit the gate and I want to go through, I'm waking up. So it's like I'm only was, getting the if outside. If that was me having that dream, I'd say that it would be more to uh, like um, a goal thing. Like you, you know that there's happiness, or I'd know that there was happiness and uh, um, uh, something that I was trying to get towards, mm. but you know, you're not letting yourself or I, I, I. <laughs> I, or I'm not letting myself, I should say. God, yeah. I won't. Oh yeah. No, never yeah, mind. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. I, it's, in in, it's in, in a live group, I would, I would just hold up a little sign with the letter I, cause yeah. I don't usually go, I, I, but I'm just like trying to get yeah, it. So I'm just going to start learn. calling myself Caesar. It, it's yeah, not because a way you don't see yourself talking. in the idea. You don't see yourself as in the eye. You see yourself as the, the you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and, and what you're what it really do is doing is fostering empathy too, because yeah. you're imagining that you're him in this dream, yes, yeah. that you are in that dream scene. It's, and so, and it, again, if you start saying you, it's going to put the other person on the defense. Like, how do you yeah. know what's right for me? But yeah, if you say I, they can take it in more and be like, oh, yeah, it's like that for you. Maybe I could imagine. Yeah, I guess that could be like that for me, or 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 no, that doesn't fit for me. So, okay. So oh, you, um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go. No, I was just seeing. Okay. <laughs> so you never get quite into the gate. Now it's an interesting contrast between describing it as dark and dingy, but also that there's happiness in there. Can you say a little bit more about that? I just, I, I, I think it's, it's more, um, old, old, um, old style. Of like you know uh, maybe a, a a grandpa or something like that who used to live there. Not so. Does anyone live there now, or do you have a sense for that? Uh, no. I, 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 on that point, I I would say say that it's probably um, the house is uh, abandoned now. But okay, there used abandoned. to be something there, yeah. But I just can't get in there to find out if there is anything in there, if there's not... A connection yeah. or something. Yeah, or if someone's going to stand at the door or anything like that. I mean, because, like, I, I, I look to the windows and stuff like that to try and get little bits to see if I can work it out myself on what's actually going on here. Right. So maybe the dingy has more to do with the whole abandoned aspect. Mm, it might be. And not to do with and what... Just a question. Yeah. Curious. yeah. Yeah, it could be. Well, it's pretty and interesting. And so when you're at that gate, how do you, what are you thinking or feeling? Um, what's behind there? What's, what's, what, why, <laughs> again, why is it so busy down there and it's not so busy up here and it seems like this is the palace down there is the, uh, the, uh, the staff, I suppose, <sighs> kind of thing. Okay. But I don't see no one. You know what I mean? This is it. I know it's busy. It's it, 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 there's noise, but I don't see any for anyone. Realistically. So are you kind of curious, like why aren't more people up here? Because this is really cool. Is that what you're thinking? Uh, well, or yeah. Not? There's a big house up here that you could. I don't know if you were a bit of a rebel, you could have a party in there or two. You know what I mean? You could. <laughs> I have no idea where you're going you, with this. <laughs> but, like, no one really around up there. I don't see anyone around there. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, so I mean, what do you what what do you think on that, Mimi? What, well, let me do, do my thing here. <laughs> I'm getting to that. I'm almost there. <laughs> but I have to. I kind of also go into a bit of a 
intuitive or I'm not saying I'm going to give you an intuitive reading on this, but I I have to let my um, kind of nonlinear mind, let everything sift together. But also I've been taking furious notes and let me just take a second here and see if there's anything else I want to ask. And we don't have to go into every dream like this, but since this is yours, I can ask you questions. If you have listener dreams, I can't ask them questions, right? So this is a great way to show people how this works because it's hard to tell them in words. I'll ask you a lot of questions and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So you're thinking to yourself, why is it so busy down there and not up here? Well, well the, this is the palace up here. Mm-hmm. It seems kind of, mm, it, how do you feel when you think about that? Like you mentioned earlier. Confused. confused I'm just confused yeah. with it every time and, I go and, back. It's confusing. So you kind of, are you wondering in that moment, like, I don't understand why more people aren't at this palace rather than in the hustle and bustle of the shopping area. Yeah. Is that, is that what you're thinking or could you articulate it in a different way? I would say I'm more confused that the whole lot of it of like, um, like it's sort of separated, like, you know, the rich and the poor, it's sort of that, that, that kind of thing, but it's empty up there, but it's busy down in, in the poor area kind of thing. That's the way I see it. Um, because, like I say, I don't really see anyone when I'm walking through, but I can hear him and I can see the bit. It's busy. There's stuff to sell. There's stuff to do. It reminds me sort of like Blackpool. Reminds me of that kind of um, stuff, but then walk, uh, carry on going through the busy part and then all of a sudden I've walked up this hill and the, this is where this building is with these gates. What did you say it reminds you of Blackpool? Blackpool. Blackpool. Yeah, it, we've got like a, seaside what, town. It's like your Las oh, Vegas. Okay. I don't. Can you tell me <laughs> it's what, not. what is Blackpool? <laughs> well, it's what's basically important is what Blackpool is to the dreamer because it's basically arcades. There are arcades. Oh, it's arcades. Okay. Is it a rich area or a poor area? Pretty poor. It's pretty poor area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But well, Brazil always come into my mind of the way they were stacked together. The Brazil, you know, the uh, up the hills, you see them all stacked together, the houses and stuff like that. That's what it reminds me of. That's, as soon as I see it, straight away, it reminds me of Brazil. Right, okay. Does Brazil also have sort of separate rich and poor areas? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it does, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, again, we could go on like this for much further in depth with the questions, right? I could even have you speak as the house and do all <laughs> kinds of really fascinating things. But for the interest of time here, yeah. this is where I'll I'll do sort of a, a reflection back to you of some of your words. And a lot of times I might do that in the, if it were my dream kind of way. Yeah. Um, so you described the first part of the dream as going on the road, the path through the busy shopping area as kind of overwhelming and confusing and saying, why do I keep going down the same route? It's really busy. If this were my dream, I would feel like, where in my life am, do I feel like I keep doing the same thing over and over or taking the same path, not even necessarily literally as a road, but mm. in my life, the same types of work, the same um, habits, the same routines, why do I keep doing this when it's full of hustle and bustle and stress and too many people? Yeah. And it also feels like it has something to do with not making enough money. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. 
I'd say. Yeah, yeah de- definitely along the top there. Well, no, I, mean, I think Mimi's here. I mean, I was thinking of, of quite well, can a lot I, of Can I things. just finish yeah. the train of thought Yeah, first? go for it, sorry. Sorry, it's just like I have to kind of piece it all together. And it'll make more sense, too, if it's all coherent. So, um, and then, but somehow I am able to take myself from out of a place that feels like, poverty and hustle and bustle and doing the same thing over and over. And I'm able to get to a higher place where I feel like this is really cool. It's much more peaceful. It feels like a castle in a way, a palace. Mm -hmm. I feel like I want to go in there, but it feels like if it were my dream, I feel like this part of my life that's more peaceful and maybe has access to more wealth has been somehow neglected, um, maybe abandoned, maybe not even necessarily by myself. But I think a lot of things can be intergenerational. If our parents or grandparents, things we don't even know about can affect yeah. us. But if it were my dream, I would wonder about that. Um, so if it, if it were my dream, I'm also struck by the ha- the fact that even though this place feels abandoned, there's happiness in there. And the gate opens in front of me. So I'm struck by the fact that, and and I think that did the gate open by itself? Yeah, 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 both of them apart. Okay, so I'm struck by the fact that this gate just opens and I am given an opportunity to just walk through into this higher, nicer place. So that's... That's kind of a, a, a nutshell of maybe how a dream session would work. But then I would also ask you if you could reimagine a new ending for this dream, what would it be? Uh, walk in and whatever the happiness behind it was, I've joined into it, I Yay, suppose. Yay, that's yeah. what I would imagine as well. Yeah, of course. So <laughs> this is a great mental exercise you can do, especially right before you go to sleep, because whatever we think about in the last 45 minutes before we go to sleep is going to influence the content of our dreams and also the quality of our next day. So All just right. like you program yourself to wake up at a certain time in the morning, you can program yourself to have your consciousness entertain new possibilities that it is possible for me to get into the the castle or you called it a palace yeah it is possible for me to get into this better place that's not all about the hustle and where there is more abundance whether that's just financially but also emotionally with the happiness that's found in there yeah so do you think that's why um, people get on, get up on the wrong side of the bed when they kind of because they well no generally I'm being serious I mean like I've woke up and felt like in a mood when I wasn't in a mood the night before and nothing you know and it must have been something yeah. that's happened I've been thinking about during my sleep that's that's got me up on the wrong side of the bed in the morning do you know and yes yes so sometimes what happens is we get caught up in that hustle and bustle of that shopping area type life that we all face you know and we don't have time to process our feelings so if something is really bothering us like I really feel a calling to write a book or do a podcast or paint paint pictures or whatever 
and and we're so caught up in the day-to-day hustle and bustle, we don't really get to, you know, entertain that idea. Then during our sleep, when we dream, our dreams are going to process that for us. So if we're feeling upset by something or maybe even a relationship, we had to sweep something under the carpet, whether it's a coworker or a relationship romantic partner, we weren't able to acknowledge or address something what we push down in waking life comes up in our dreams. Right. Now, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, like like I say, I mean, it's like um, t- Taylor was just there saying, you know, about his um, dream. And it seems when he, when you was discussing it, it was like it went from being, um, you started elaborating more on it, you know, towards the, I mean, it went from being um, a walking up this hill to f- seeing this, 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 smaller house to be in like a grander and you know yeah because um, i've had it so many times and i've i've i, I questioned it so would you say that was a recurring that, a recurring dream then you have yeah it used to be a recurring one all the time um quite often actually but it's less these days but i've still i still so get what, it here why do you there. think people well, have, yeah again these recurring a, dreams <laughs> because of you know it's something quite important that you need to address Maybe. Yes, recurring dreams happen every, every time a recurring situation or issue comes up for you. So I would okay. ask, do you remember when the first time you had this dream was around, like how old you were, or how many years ago? Or? Yeah, it'd be the 90s, it'd be the late 90s, I'd say. So, okay, yeah, so, I mean, and when was the most recent time you had it? Uh, I'd say, don't know, about two years ago. Okay, so Mm. what we would look at, and you don't have to answer this right now, and it may click or it may take a while to kind of put things together, but and about how often did you have it? Um, Well, um, in the 90s, I was having it, like, near enough, what, maybe once a week. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, and then um, it suddenly started, it disappeared, and then it come back, and then it'd come every now and again. Okay, so... You would might want to look at what started or changed in the late 90s mm. that you could connect to some of the feelings in this dream that maybe stopped a couple years ago. Yeah. So we want to look at how long ago it first happened, when did it last happen, how often, and what might have been coming up for you. Like maybe in the late 90s, the struggle of getting from, you know, I would imagine if it were me, because I think all of us kind of go through this, you know, when we're younger adult, we're trying to just get by and figure out what to do with our lives and deal with the hustle and trying to make enough money to live and all that. And then as you move forward, hopefully it's, you know, it starts going away or you kind of find your way a little more. Not that any of us ever completely find the way, but still looking. Well, we're always on a path. Um, But that's sort of how recurring dreams work. And as soon as we get the message from the dream or the recurring situation or issue stops happening, that's when we stop having it. So whatever this dream was about may not have been an issue for you for the last couple of years since you haven't had it. I've been watching out for that. I had a dream. I was curious um, to ask oh, you, I'm oh, sorry, just quickly, Taylor, the kind of recap I did of the feeding back, of the, if it were my dream, how did that land with you? Did any of that resonate? Did yeah, any of I can, fit for yeah. you? Or? Yeah, I can see aspects of it that, um, yeah, I could put into uh, place. Um, but I've, I, uh, I've also think there's still some 
quite a few more gaps there that need filling yeah, in. Yeah, that's where, I mean, we spent, what, 10 or 15 minutes on it, I don't, yeah. I'm guessing, but I, I would spend at least an hour with a person normally on a dream. So yeah. often it's easier to even go more, even if it's a fragment of a dream. Sometimes people are like, oh, I only remember little snippets of a dream. And I'm like, you'd be amazed what we can even get from that. Yeah, right. That's, yeah. that's the kind of what I was going to um, bring up with you uh, tonight, because basically I had a fragment of, I say a fragment of a dream. It was one of those REM waking up in and and kind of remembering, remembering it um, but it was more of the panic that I remember because um, like yourself it was a dream where I was walking through um, a sort of a market but it was nighttime. it was almost like the Christmas markets so oh, it was right. like those kind of like twinkling lights um, around and um, almost kind of like um, sort of um, you know shimmering just not kind of fully in focus yeah um, but I was walking with a couple of people and I don't recall who they were, but it was almost like my legs kind of, I went weightless and it was almost like my legs kind of got swept behind me and I was lift, I was taken off the ground and almost floating away, but like legs backwards. Dragged, sort of dragged. Um, yeah, it was like my legs, I, I, I went weightless and it was like um, I was being pulled up from the backs of my, my heels. Yeah. And... I was I was floating away, and it was only that somebody who was in the market or with me grabbed me and pulled me down, and that was and that was when I woke up, and it was the panic that woke me up because it was oh. like, what the hell was that? Because I felt the weightlessness. Well, if I if I had that dream, I would <laughs> I would say that um, I uh, summer probably holding me back and there's uh some keeping me down <laughs> he's actually got hold of me and holding keeping me, me grounded above, yeah at the moment to, to my uh, if it was mine well i'd like that's I'd, an interesting take i'd yeah. like to keep grounded in that respect because obviously I well and, and because there's there's two ways to look at it if if this were the way i i can think of another explanation that I'll offer as a possibility and it doesn't rule out an interpretive meaning as well but you could see that as this person's holding me down or you could see it as this person's keeping me grounded that that's that that's the way I kind of looked at it it was like thank god for this person who who basically saved me from uh, who, going away. from floating oh, off yeah. into the cosmos who knows where it would have ended up where it was like you know being pulled back down to earth and it was like who, whoever that was, I don't know, and it it was more the feeling of the panic that kind of stayed with me. It was the, I mean, the idea, and and like I say, the weightlessness that actually felt so real, but it came from behind. It felt like I was being dragged, like I say, dragged from my heels backwards. So rather than floating off head first, I it was feet first. Was there a lot of colour? No, it was like I say, it was quite. It was quite like a night time, but I mean, the only colours were like sort of ambient lights in the back, in the distance. It was nothing bright. What you saying? Like I was a, being a alien abduction? No, no, no. I was just thinking. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, like uh, you know, certain objects or certain colours, and uh, that obviously must have indications of uh, parts of dreams, which um, no, no. In terms of like you know. Um, um, surroundings it was kind of like um a, a a like a crisp winter's night that's why i say more like the christmas markets because on the street, it was a... quite a sh on the street it was like an in outside street 
um, quite a wide road, not very many people, but you could see things were happening, do you yeah. know, like, and um, like I say, it was quite a clear road, it was the fact that when you kind of swept up and f- feeling like you're being dragged off, not even dragged off, it was more to do with like free, f- free floating off. Yeah, like helium, a helium balloon, you know, and it was, the, like I say, it was the more the fact that somebody pulled me down. and It uh, might be that I was full of hot air if I had that dream. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Okay, so before your feet started floating off the ground, do you remember what you were thinking or feeling as you were walking through the market with these people? No, I th- actually, uh, yes, I do. I felt quite like, ple- you know, pleasantly, quite happy and r- relaxed and really quite like having a nice time. You know, it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. It was just kind of like a few friends walking down the street and then it was a shock all of a sudden thing and it was like I say it was overwhelming panic and then relief because somebody had pulled me down again you know and it was like um yeah that, that's that's basically it. and this is this is like I say I don't very rarely remember my dreams and this was something that's a recent this is a pretty recent one you know like in terms okay. of what I can remember so. See, you're psychic too. That was my next question. When did you have this? <laughs> I am a so little So when you say recent, do you mean like a week ago or six months ago? It or? was a week and a half right. ago, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That that makes it easier to connect. Now, I'm going to give one possible biological reason for this dream, but then we're also going to look at metaphorical, symbolic explanations that could apply as well. Okay. So when we go through those sleep cycles... As we're laying in bed and transitioning from waking to the sleep state, there's a reason they call it falling asleep because as we're going from the higher to the lower brainwave states, it can induce the physical sensation of falling. And that's why some people get, you know, what's called myclonic jerks where your leg sort of kicks because you oh, think you're that. actually falling. I do that all the time. I, I do that, that watching yeah. films. I've got to do that okay. twice before I fall asleep. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I do that if someone's common. if someone's jumping off a building in a film or you know like leaping off something I'm, I, <gasps> I'm I'm jumping with them <laughs> honestly. Well, and if you're awake, that's one thing. That's more of an empathetic empathetic yeah, um, yeah. mirror neuron kind of response. But what I'm talking about is when you're transitioning from waking to sleeping, so it creates it can create in the body the physical sensation of falling or. On the opposite end, as we're waking up and transitioning up in brainwaves, it can create the sensation of flying. So it could be that when you are having that dream, somehow you're transitioning into moving into the higher brainwave states to towards waking and that got incorporated as a feeling in your body of sort of floating and the dream created a story around that, just like if your neighbor's car alarm is going off or someone's playing a radio really loud while you're sleeping and dreaming, you'll incorporate that into the story of whatever you're dreaming about. So that is a possibility. Like one night I I got one of those, like a neck spasm in the middle of the night. I didn't have it when I went to bed and I must've slept on my neck wrong and got a a muscle spasm in my neck. And I dreamed that this monster had a claw grabbing (laughs) in my neck, you know? So the dreaming mind makes up a story around the physical sensation that we're experiencing. That's a possibility. Now I I didn't have, nobody was doing a study on you to find out your brainwaves and your physical state and all that. So who knows? 
those. But if we look at the symbolism, and if I just kind of reflect back to you some of what you said, like, I'm, I'm having a pleasant time with friends, just sort of happy and relaxed. Yeah. When all of a sudden this shock happens that like literally knocks me off my feet. Now, the thing our conscious mind wants to do is stay connected to the story of that dream. But if you just for a minute put aside the story, forget about that and just think back to a week and a half ago, if anything might have been going on where you were just kind of having a final time and then all of a sudden you got knocked Knocked yeah. off your feet, well, metaphorically I, 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 I or emotionally can, speaking. I could probably say that's accounted for the last year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> for most of us, right? Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to get too personal, but yeah, yeah. Sure. Basically, yeah. I'd say okay. that. I'd say that in the year, in the last year, that as that has happened, um, like you say, to most people, where you know um, life was one way and you expected it to be you know set not setting stone but going in a in a particular direction and then change. all of a sudden it's a dramatic change and you know it's you you've been you know knocked off your feet so yeah I can yeah. and I can probably attribute some of it to that but yeah it it was the more it was the more the the being pulled back down and the kind of the feeling and next. the sensations exactly. that I felt that was that was kind of strange to me. So, what do you mean the sensations? Well, like I say, I actually felt panic. I felt um, the sensation of losing gravity. I felt my feet, and like I say, I keep making a big deal about the way I floated off. But it was almost imagine like your feet were were taken backwards, so you kind of like pushed. And then you and yeah, then your head's gone forward. Your feet yeah. have gone up. It's it's. Oh right, yeah. so your feet's up first. Yes, not your that's head. what I'm saying. You're not being right. dragged I up. I thought you were feet floating, first. But no, feet it was literally like, like being pulled up from my feet. Right. So it's, okay. It's actually okay. making me feel quite emotional. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's different to how no, I was thinking it. it. This is yeah. Dreams connect us to our deepest emotions. Mm. So the the feelings that are coming up for you right now, and it's totally fine what you said. You don't need to go into it because I even do that with private clients. I'll say you don't have to tell me what this is about for you or what this is bringing up. You can if you want, but you don't have to. I don't need to know. Yeah, yeah. What matters is that you know. And so those feelings that are coming up for you right now are likely something that has come up for you or feelings that were up when whatever is at the source of this dream happened. And and whether it's been going on for a year and a half, it sounds like something a week and a half ago either re, re-triggered those feelings or made you just even think about them because sometimes something doesn't have to happen in waking life, but it can just be strongly on our mind in order for us to dream about it. So that feeling of being ungrounded, being taken off guard, being knocked off my feet, but it was also accompanied by somebody grabbing my feet and pulling me back down to ground to yeah. the ground. Well, they actually pulled my back, my shit, like, you know, like the, my, my clothing and pull, yeah, like, because like I say, my yeah, feet, feet were, already, my feet up, were there. already up there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Um, That's a lucky grab. It, 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 yeah, I mean, I don't know who it was, and but, you know, in my dream, I was quite thankful to them. <laughs> like if it was me, I yes. would say it was a guardian angel kind of thing. 
Would you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that could be a very good possibility whether, you know, this is where it comes down to what the person believes, what the dreamer believes. And I could say something like, if it were my dream, I would feel like there was someone or something or some part of myself that was able to ground me. And I'm going to hold on to that and remember that so that if I ever feel this way again, which we all do at times, yeah. when next time something knocks me off my feet or takes me off guard or brings up those kinds of feelings for me, I'm going to remember that there is also another energy that can ground me. And I would do what I suggested to Taylor of before you go to sleep at night, sometime when you have a quiet night and the ability to just kind of go within, really imagine that person. You don't even have to see their face, but that energy. Imagine that energy that was able to pull you back down to the ground and really kind of be with it, imagine embracing it, talking to it, whatever feels right for you yeah. and connecting with it and remembering that that is a resource because dreams will outline, you know, the feelings, the challenges that we're having in life, but they're also going to give us solutions and yeah. clues as to the antidote to our problems, so That's to speak. It, totally. It's that they've given answers to me in the past. I know that. Well, that, well, yeah. this is it. Take note and kind of yeah. try and. Um, I think these, these there are benefits, obviously, to having like you know talking these things through with people and like you know um, getting a better understanding um, because it's all self discovery, isn't it? And all um, you yeah. know personal growth and trying to understand the way you work and the way you know. Yeah, yeah. You, it's you, sort you, of psychology. Like I, I always think like psychology is. The person's there asking you the questions, but actually you're the one who's giving the answers. Yeah. You're not actually, the person who's asking it is not actually wanting the answers. You're actually no. answering yourself. I, I, um, I don't, obviously, this, this show's take, we've, we've gone way over uh, in, in terms of time tonight. Um, we did have a couple of um, people who messaged in. Um, I will give, they basically gave um, a couple of, um, sent in a couple of dreams. Um, not too much information, so... Can you just give us a bit of a, a, a quick yeah. overall, a bit of an opinion, quick opinion on them? So um, sure, and I can go as long as you want. So I don't know how much time you have, but um, we'll 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 work it out. So uh, Shannon, yeah. she's basically says she's had um, a recurring dream her entire life, and says that it's um, a pretty common one. This one, teeth falling out. Oh, but she says mm -hmm. sometimes hers turn into gemstones. Oh, really? And it sometimes freaks her out, but. She she won't mind knowing. She says so she's been told it can kind of be related to anxieties, but she'd like to know um, if you've come across that one. Right. This is an interesting one. So let me preface this by saying there are some dreams that are universal, like teeth falling out, flying, falling, being naked in public that people all over the world have. And those dreams have been studied. And we can often say, well, it usually means this, but we still want to check with the dreamer. Does this fit for you? Like being naked in public usually means we're feeling vulnerable and exposed. But what if somebody's walking around going, hey, you know what? I look good and I'm OK with my nakedness. That might be about them not being afraid to reveal their true self. So there's always the exceptions to the rules, but because this is one of those universal kind of dreams, and and, and unfortunately this is one you're going to find a million different takes on from you're, someone's going to have a baby to you're going to lose all your money. <laughs> Don't believe all that kind of crap. Right, it's just, okay. now, now, if you grew up in a culture that says, if you dream your teeth fall out, somebody is going to have a baby 
maybe you have ingrained that symbolism to where you believe it yeah. and, and you um, embrace it to where if you your aunt is pregnant, but you don't consciously know that you might have that dream. OK, with all that out of the way, in my experience, dreams of teeth falling out often happen when we compromise our true self for the sake of someone else. Uh-huh. So in, okay. a, in a way, we're losing part of ourself, literally. Right. Okay. Oh, that's, well. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if, yeah. Uh, yeah, Shannon, take note of that. Yeah. See if, if yeah. That, any any of that rings true to you. Yeah. So if she may have been in a situation where she, you know, had to go along or felt like she had to go along with someone else's wishes for the sake of of their wishes rather than her own. And this can be a reminder to get in touch with your truth and be more, um, as Martha Beck would say, living, living in integrity with your own truth Yeah, and, you know, speaking yeah. up for yourself when you can and making your needs and wishes known. Okay. So one more, one more interesting thing about Shannon's dream is the gemstones, because usually the teeth are either crumbling or they're falling out in the sink and the degree of the severity, like all my teeth fell out and it was gushing blood versus, you know, part of a tooth broke off. The degree of the severity kind of reflects the degree of the problem that's reflecting in our life, like how much we've compromised ourselves. Now hers are turning into gemstones. So that would be really interesting to talk to her about what did she feel like? Was she kind of in terror when they fell out, but then thrilled when they turn into gemstones? Yeah. Or maybe maybe it's symbolic of her sort of not speaking her truth in a job that she's getting paid a lot to do. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. These, these would be just speculations. But again, if we could talk to her, we could find out. But these would be just some possibilities to explore with she's, that dream. She's, she's selling a soul, but getting a monetary gain, <laughs> maybe. She wouldn't be the first person, would she? <laughs> no, That's no, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> we had um, another um, question, or another um, dream that came in from, um, I think it was Chris Orlance, I don't know, they basically double co-signed it. Um, basically says he had a dream where he was at an airport waiting for his flight, and another plane was taking off, Um with a giant killer whale and a great white shark broke the water strong enough to attack the plane and it crashed. <laughs> That's uh, wait a second. Can you say that last part? I know. Again? Yeah. So so, so basically, he's the, he was for his plane. He's waiting for his plane, and um, and as another plane was taking off, a giant killer whale or great white shark broke through the water. I'm assuming out near the airport as the plane was taking off. Um, and it was strong enough to attack the plane and crashed it. So that's the pretty shark bizarre. Leaps up out of the water and attacks the plane. Yeah, that's what he said. That's okay. what he said. Yeah. Scared okay. Of flying. Um, well, again, the ideal way is to talk to the dreamer, but just speculating or doing an "if it were my dream" kind of take. Um, if it were my dream, I would feel like. I'm waiting for something to take off in my life. And while I'm waiting, I'm witnessing someone or something else that's also trying to take off, but it gets attacked. Right. Yeah. And by a shark, I think of a shark as something that's not trustworthy, like a person we would call a shark. Oh, so somebody, yeah. so somebody sort of, um, and maybe a negative, um, or a negative person in the life, or maybe somebody who, who might be seen as a threat or a danger, 
like a threat, a danger, a sabotage. Yeah. And if it were my dream, I would wonder if I feel like that's going to happen to me or if that's happened to me in the past, if there's a history in my life of me just trying to get something taken off and someone else trying to sabotage it or if I have fears about that. Um, that would be just kind of an if it were my dream. If you guys want to try an if it were my dream too. Um, if it was my dream, I'd be saying something similar, to be honest. I'd be saying, you know, if it was my dream and I was observing, I was waiting to be uh, to travel on a de- to a destination and I've witnessed another um, vehicle going up and being attacked, um, it could be that I was, um, you know projecting those um fears of flying um onto you know you know the the other passengers say well you know this is this is why you shouldn't get on a plane you know in in terms of that could have been you you know or um i don't know maybe like you were saying there about how you it's more of a threat from um a competitor um in the same field that you were working towards something and they potentially were in the same field and um you know yeah if if i if it was my dream i would say the maybe a competitor against me let's say i own a shop and they own the same kind of shop and we're moving on the business is doing good but we're both moving on at the same time but then possibly he gets done by a shark it's almost to well, s- sort of highlight the dangers of you know um, the whatever in- industry or um, you know yeah. area he's looking into um, or I would looking into. So and um, potentially like you were saying there, uh, or we'll just use the flight for an example. You know, you're taking off on that flight, um, it's, going up, you're raising up, you're doing well, and then all of a sudden. Well, it seems like there's two, doesn't it? Because there's, there's his, and then there's another one. And so he's it's got almost witness. like he's witnessing. I'm witnessing. Witnessing sorry. what could be, if you like. Yeah. Good job, Taylor. Yeah, I yeah. yeah, know. Yeah, I'm well, witnessing yeah. that I'm actually very, very good. You guys, this is oh, awesome. We We're having a dream group. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, last well, one. I just oh, go want on. to point sorry. out that those threats in dreams, like sharks mm. and monsters and and killers. They can be things like we we just kind of picked an example here. Like if this was this person's career, we're we're gonna have to pick something just to give an if it were my dream example, right? Mm, but yeah. but that threat could be like we're saying a competitor or somebody like that. But it can also be a non tangible item like COVID. Yes. Because how many businesses have been yeah. sabotaged by COVID? Yeah. Or yeah. shut yeah. down. Exactly. So yeah. it can be fear of unseen threats like illness, financial challenges, health issues, relationship problems, you name it. Any kind of a threat in a dream can be a tangible or an intangible thing. It's funny you should mention that, actually, because the last um, dream that we were sent was from Rob. Um, he says it's basically, um, it's probably really obvious, um, but he definitely has a dream question that he basically says um, he's having nightmares about nuclear bombs going off quite frequently. Now, I think if that was me, I would have said that that's one of those intangible threats. Yeah. That that it's it's a worry that we all have that we can't really do anything about but it's it's quite i'd say at the moment was it's a big threat it's a big threat i mean the world's a bit of a weird place isn't it on the clock apparently so at the moment and it's never been so um frightening and there's 
possible uh, war with China, possible with Russia, possible in other uh, directions as well. And we don't know. We don't know what's what's going on. Today, right. only. <laughs> well, yeah, no, we're only just getting a little bits of info, aren't we? Really? Yeah, and and obviously it's like one of those. But you know, Scary it's one of those moment. dreams that you know. I think a lot of people probably have had similar dreams. You know, I'd, over I'd the last say, year, a year or so. Yeah, I would. I, I would say myself. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'd yeah. say that was pretty kind. I I mean, I'm no dream analyst, but I'd say to me that would be quite obvious. Yes, yeah, but it's not necessarily going to be that it could oh, like no, yeah, you were saying before a relationship it could be something in the relationship that you know something big yeah. just gone off or they could be like work or something that's you've been building on for a, a long time and then all of a sudden it's just collapsed or something like yeah. that could be yeah so it could be a could be a case of the um that it's just destruction of yeah. of um a, a number of things really couldn't it be so yeah yeah well, yes yeah. yes absolutely and you said he's been having nightmares so that makes me think maybe this is a recurring dream in which case rob could look at when did this type of dream start mm. how often is he having it and the next time he has it if it happens again look at what was going on in the last day or a so few days in his life or what Taylor. was strongly on his mind so, yeah so i'd say that that's really good advice i mean if you're having recurring dreams to kind of look at what's going on in your life at the time and see if there's anything recurring there you know because yeah if yeah. there's something that's sparking off the way you're feeling and how you're you know um how you're thinking about things and then obviously you're going to sleep and then it's being sparked back up again. I'd possibly even test it as well. If it's something that you can, like, I suppose, can walk away for, it, let's say, a few days to see how uh, how your dreams go on, then if it's, you know, persists, uh, then it, it might not be that, that problem. It what, might be something else. Introduce things into your day to see if you... Well, uh, no, but try and work off. out, because it, 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 it might be something like to do with, let's say, uh, a, a, a colleague, a work colleague or something, or a relationship that, you know, step back you know um see how you're feeling after you know a, a set period time to yeah. see if that is the actual thing that's giving you that them nightmares or or not well no one should be having nightmares that's, that's one thing anyway um well, and can i just say about nightmares we think of them typically as a bad thing because they don't make us feel good but actually there's a lot of valuable information in yeah. them Totally because agree. they are reflecting what's going on with us and they're processing for us. Like I was saying earlier, a lot of times things that we aren't able to or don't have time or haven't made the time to process in waking life. So they're helping to express the fears, but also, you know, like I said, some can come to warn us so that we can change the outcome. I was going to say, too, about psychic dreams. We can't always change the outcome, but I believe they come to help prepare us. Or prevent. Right. So yeah. sometimes they help us prevent an incident from happening. And sometimes they help us to prepare for, you know, the death of a loved one who we can't maybe stop them from passing because it's their time. And sometimes we can, you know, change it, an accident from becoming fatal or something. But sometimes we can't. And yeah. so they can come to prepare us or prevent. Um, and, and back to the nightmares there's always something valuable. Now, if somebody has the same recurring nightmare and the theme does not change or evolve over time, a healthy nightmare is one, if it's recurring, 
it, yeah. the theme will change and evolve to where the outcome is better and better for the dreamer. But if it's like a soldier who's been to battle and they keep dreaming of the seeing their buddy being killed like over and over and it doesn't change, that's a PTSD yeah, dream. Say, yeah. And that's another category. And that's not necessarily the kind of nightmare that oh, there's a beautiful message in here. No, we're not going to say that. This is it's a reflection of trauma. Yeah, it's trauma. Yeah, and they, they, then you want to seek help to deal with the trauma in whatever ways work for that person. Oh, yeah. So I just want to acknowledge that. Yeah, oh, that's cool. And yeah. this Rob having, if his dream was recurring, again, to look at, if he said it started almost exactly a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Then about I'd when say, COVID started. Yeah. And we would keep asking more questions like that to try to connect the dots to what it is in his waking life that a recurring dream was about. And that'll help give clues too. So definitely. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Mimi, we've we've taken up so much of your time, but really we could talk to you for hours and hours and hours, honestly. Gonna have to get um, on again, well, girl. You're more than welcome to come back on anytime. Yeah. Um can you give the guys and girls at home um a bit of info about what you're up to and where they can find you? Yes, absolutely. So my website is thedreamdetective.com. And I always have to say, remember the the, because people forget the. <laughs> but it's three words, thedreamdetective.com. The podcast is the Dream Detective podcast. I do a number of episodes on dreams, but I also interview thought leaders in fields from everything from consciousness to health to spirituality, you name it. I've had like Bernie Siegel and oh, um, right. Judas Orloff talking about empaths. That's a popular topic on the Amazing. show, the empath narcissist relationship and Ooh. all kinds of things like that. Is a topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I did. I did part of my degree top uh, final project on narcissists. Yeah. So, oh, you did. Yeah. You passed. Oh, <laughs> I, I bet you did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing to educate or anyone about ourselves because there's uh, there's people like that out there, and we need to know how to protect ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. From totally. them. So there's that. And then um, I mentioned earlier, I have a forum on my website that people can join where we, you know, post a dream and people take turns saying, if it were my dream, here's what it would mean to me. The forum is brand new. So I will guarantee that I will comment on your dream. Excellent. Other members can as well. And then I have a little card deck that is basically like inspirational messages to help guide us on our path towards living our authentic life. So it's not trying to be, you know, predict anything for you. And unless you want to use it that way, fine, that's great too. But um, it's beautiful vintage artwork and um, it just has, um, I'll pull a card and read it to you. Oh, well, the one I got is listen to the messages of your dreams. Of course. There you go. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> How it's appropriate. It's all about dreams, the card deck. But I have a little Etsy shop and I'm on Instagram and Facebook under The Dream Detective. And there's links to all my social media on my website. And to, there's a link to the Etsy shop. And, and again, in addition to dream work, I do just coaching for life purpose, life path and communication skills, relationships and things like that. Excellent. Well, you seem like you're a very busy, busy oh, yeah. lady. Uh, if you do want to get in touch, obviously, um, get over to the Dream Detective um, website. Um, reach out if you wanted to, like uh, Mimi was saying there, if you if you have dreams yourselves and you want a bit more of an analysis. analysis Why not? Get in touch. Um, Mimi, thank you so much for joining us Great. tonight. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you for, for listening to us rambling on for yes. the last hour. <laughs> yeah. It's been a pleasure. Um, and... Yes. We'd love to have you on again um, yeah. to talk about a, n a number of topics. So um, 
thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'd love to come back, and it was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Thank you very right, much. Have a lovely time. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. So thank you, Mimi, for joining us again. That thank was such a great chat. Yeah, interesting. Hope you guys well. enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I did. I, you know, I'll give you a bit of personal insight on us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, More than I thought, actually. I know, yeah, you got deep pro- deeply probed yeah, there. Been, yeah. Well, we've got a little bit of news for you. We and are. without further ado, here it is. It's a news. <laughs> and as yeah. always, we've looked high and low, searched the World Wide Web for the best and most Ooh, interesting yeah. and bizarre news available yeah. and quite a lot from space earth and beyond yes oh, um yeah. you know so anything you that see uh, caught your eye this week uh yeah um ebay is it time oh, don't, for don't ebay to for change their new policy that they've just well they in? can i don't think because i think it's down to the fact that they've um had a bit of a problem with um, the relationship with PayPal. So, yes, they have. So they've, they've parted ways, apparently, and that means that, whereas, um, and it, you know, whereas it was an instant payment, do you know, when yeah. you sold something on eBay, you could, you know, you you get it straight into your PayPal account yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, um, yeah, no and now, because PayPal have stepped away, or, you, you know, I don't know what the relationship was or why that's broken down, but, yeah. you know, it's um, taken that away from eBay, yeah. So now yes. eBay have got to do this sort of two or three day waiting period, which has always been. But because the way eBay explained it to me is um, because then because eBay's a financial, um, sorry, PayPal's a financial institution. Yeah, they're able to go. Well, we'll front that money when you know when somebody yeah, makes a sale, they can back yeah. it. They can throw it into your account. Yeah. Knowing that eBay's going to pay it yeah. now, maybe that's where the communications broke down. Maybe eBay's not been paying PayPal the bills. Who yeah, knows? I reckon they might have gone discussions. No, we're not. We're not doing that anymore. You deal with your own bank banking. Yeah, yeah. and because it's got to be financial dis uh, 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 dysfunction along the line. I don't know. That I think between the customer and the uh, provider, but, but it does it does inconvenience the customer because now, Big like time. when um, you know people. And, you know, the thing is about eBay is there's a lot of people just selling stuff because they need the money, right? So, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are just trying to clear a bit of junk out their house that just stick stuff on eBay. Yeah, Yeah. they could do with the extra money. And they know it's a kind of an instant payment. But now all of a sudden, it's a four or five day working, you know, not weekends, you know, but... Yeah, there's another thing. If it ends up being on the week, a Friday that it actually goes through, then you've got to wait a full week near enough. You know, it's all about you trying to time it and manage your yeah. Um, you're gonna have to sales. watch it now, yeah. Yeah. So your your listings don't end on a on a, on a Friday. Friday. Yeah, <laughs> you know make what it mean? end on a Monday. So, but the, I think the the outrage is that yeah. you know that now that PayPal's not involved with eBay, it's is gonna take time. It's, it's it's an inconvenience more than anything, and rather than trying to implement a system that's um, the equivalent. Or yeah. better yeah. than the one that they offered. Now they've they're offering um a you know a bolt like basically a worse service. Yeah. And but they're saying it's a cheaper way of doing it. Well, aren't they're, they? they're trying to say that you know that you'll you'll get charged less fees overall and all the rest of it. Yeah. But it's a case of um, money in the bank, mate. That's well, it. Oh yeah, people, it's either money want... or convenience. Exactly, isn't day. it? So I think it's one of those. What do you think? 
Uh, well, yeah, I think they've taken a step backwards. I think they need to. And now, I do believe if the if you know going forward, if yeah. they created a system that was an instant payment, it'd be a winner. I've never had a problem with I'd, him in that respect. I tell you, he's going to be a winner here. Eh? Uh, their competition, I think. I think it's a good uh, time for them to step up above the mark and you know put their uh, money where their mouth or their company is. Well, what you know? Um, I mean, it won't be f- before long. Before I mean, I know Amazon. Yeah, uh, uh, you know the probably yeah. the biggest um, retailer on the web. Yeah, but I mean, how difficult would it be for Amazon to step in and say, "Well, we're going to offer a, an auction style site"? Do you know where you can Quite sell? Easy. Where you can yeah. sell like your old bric-a-brac? Yeah, you know yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the stuff totally. you would put on eBay. Yeah, um, but it's not. You know, it's it's the boot sale version of yeah, Amazon. Yeah, one man's junkies and another man's riches. I don't know. Well, I want some um, money off that if anybody, uh, if they ever do it, because obviously yeah, that was my idea. Yeah, it's on yeah, record. Copyrighted, man. Timestamped yeah. a lot. Uh, anyway, yeah, so eBay aside, um, I found this story I found quite amusing. Oh, um, yeah. Well, it wasn't amusing, but it's quite scary. Um, oh, amusing, scary. Well, the guy, right? Um, he was bitten <laughs> in the face by a snake, right? <laughs> Um, the moment was actually captured on a doorbell cam. This is yeah. so lucky. And I think man. the guy looks a bit like Dave Chappelle. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but like, um, I don't, where's this snake come from that right. it was at doorbell height? Well, you know, uh, there's uh, plenty of areas near sounds, a porch for... It sounds to me like a fucking Bond villain or yeah. something. It's like he's, he stumbled across a villain's lair and that's what he's got. Do you know, like, instead of releasing the hounds, he's yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Mr. Burns, release the snakes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's got a snake-firing doorbell. Yeah, man, yeah. Well, it's so one way of, you know, knowing that someone's at the door when they're there screaming in agony. Yeah, so basically, on Sunday in Oklahoma, a man was bitten by... You know, oh! Poor bastard, mate. Poor, Oklahoma. Poor, poor, man. Yeah, he was um, when he was visiting his friend's house. Well, hopefully um, it weren't venomous. I hope not. I was like, I, you know, when well, you have to pin him down and suck, he suck te- out the venom off his face. Technically, every snake is venomous. It's just, uh, oh, it's course. not against. Did you know us. a daddy long legs is venomous? Yes. Did you know that the the bite of a daddy long legs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if if a let's put it this way, right? It's not lethal. So yeah. in the minute dose that a, yeah. a daddy long legs can deliver it, yeah. yeah. But if you were swarmed by them, yeah, yeah you'd be fucked, fucked, right? Also, if you've happened to come across um, a daddy long legs that was the size of a Yorkshire Terrier, then run, then run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, I would anyway. <laughs> Have you seen that uh, one <laughs> where uh, some guy got a little dog and uh, put like spider legs on it and run it through the streets? I did actually see shit. that. Actually, that's yeah, a that mint a... video. I, I, um, I think he had to stop that. Mind so. you, it's uh, frightening a lot of people. Do you know what is frightening? What? Yeah, right. Check this out. Yeah. I've, I found this story where it's basically um, about a husband and wife. Right? Oh, right. Um, a bit strange. And obviously, do you know when you, you suspect, you're suspecting of cheating or whatever? Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she was suspecting her husband of cheating. Oh, right. right. Now, after she point. discovered photos on, a, on his phone, oh. right? Now, you know, you're Damn, all out the there going... <gasps> Oh, they're cheating, cheating bastard. bastard. Right, yeah. So, but, no, yeah, right. Well, yeah. she's ended up, so the new story is, um, in a rather unusual incident, the woman, a woman has stabbed her husband after um, she assumed that he was having an affair oh, with another woman. My God. The confusion happened when she saw photos of him with the woman on his phone. 
Oh, what? The actually crazy bit was, it was her. What? As it, when she was younger. So oh, he had no. photos um, put on his phone, yeah, of oh, man. them when they were a lot, lot younger, slimmer, bit more attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Now, she's not seen that. She's just clocked him with a, a woman who doesn't look I'm like she looks now. Yeah, right. Yeah. She's not even recognised her a former picture. self. Yeah, right. And stabbed her husband. <laughs> right. What, that, good job that it wasn't a, a John Wayne Bobbitt. How do you mean? Well, John Wayne Bobbitt had his uh, big gentleman cut off by the wife. She oh, drove yes. down the road and yes. threw it into the... Uh, the Bobbitt. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thankfully, that didn't turn up that. Well, imagine if they did, she did that. How do you mean? What, she, she, she chopped it Your off. missus found a picture of herself cuddling you yeah, and yeah, decides yeah. to cut your, your mandled off, drive down the road and throw it away. Well, well she's basically, I mean, she was clean close in this, in this incident, yeah, isn't it's it? true, it's true. So I think it's caused a bit of kind of a stir, to yeah. be honest. Um, but yeah, what do you think about it, guys and girls at home? Do you know mm, what I mean? Guilty. It's a bit of an incident, isn't it? I mean, obviously... Um, yeah, I, I wonder if drugs or alcohol were involved. I mean, I, I suppose... <laughs> don't even recognise myself anymore. Well, yeah, she might have been out on a binge, you know, that night and went That's like, right, I'm going back home and then, oh, your phone's gone off. Let me have a... Who's that woman there? You cheating? And yep. automatically, you know, instantly thought, you're a cheater, I'm, like, I'm going to do, you know. So, yeah, so that's that. Have you got anything else you want to talk about? We've got a lot of um, NASA news as well. Yeah, we I know he's trying to keep it. You know, obviously, it's been a long show. So, it you does. know, I mean, the news is good. But yeah. um, we've got a couple more stories, though. Yeah. Um, I found this story um, about billion millionaires. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I this is this. really cool, actually, I right? And I mean, I say it's really cool, but they've still kind of made it dead inclusive. Yeah. yeah not inclusive, fucking. It, is it? Is that it, the right word? It shows how far that it's it's gone to me. So basically, this is about millionaires protesting, right? <gasps> no. I've never seen this before. No. Never happens. Yeah. Right. Well, millionaires are now getting on bandwagon of the protesting. Yes. Yeah, and reported to have been protesting outside Jeff Bezos' house, yeah? demanding that he pays more tax. So <laughs> he should. And I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Right. It's I like, think it's meant. And, and you know, it must be bad. Yeah. When the millionaires are fucking protesting, because yeah. you know, it's like. They think they're getting classed as a, a normal citizen. Well, exactly, yeah, yeah, right. But it's funny because um, there was a video not so long ago. I don't. I mean, I'm going to say Mr. Beast. You yeah. I mean, I say I'm not going to ask. Do you subscribe to Mr. Beast? Because fucking, I think everybody does. Um, fucking sixty-four million 64. subscribers or something like that. Um, and he gave away a million to um, a oh, member, one of his fans, yeah. and then in the next video. Um, explained how that was going to be spent, right? Yeah. And a good percentage of that million goes on tax, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Way, it's a big, yeah. a big amount, big chunk of money, yeah. right? So, you know, obviously millionaires are getting taxed. And yeah, uh, if, you got, if you got kind of earn a million a year, I think you'd get pissed off with that. Obviously, I get pissed off with oh, the tax yeah. I have to pay. Yeah. And But imagine if it was a big amount of money that you had in your bank tax account. Tax on a million, it, yeah. yeah it gets taken half every year. But, the, I mean, we talk about, like, all these scandals and stuff. But, yeah. like, I think, and the biggest problem is, um, it's not the millionaires. It's no. the it's the multi-billionaires, yeah, yeah which, which don't... It's like there's a bracket where, like, if you're working, yeah, yeah, and then you go over a certain pay bracket, you start pay, you go in a different tax code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they'll go, oh, you're doing all right for yourself. 
we'll tax you a little bit more now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah? exactly. And that's, the higher you go up that, yeah. the more they tax you, right? Yeah. But then it seems to be a cut-off point where they, they haven't got the software to work out Jeff Bezos and fucking yeah. everybody else's tax. It, These yeah. one percenters. It's like yeah, a lottery number And they out. don't, uh, and or they've got the brightest fucking um, accountants on it to it, to make it so that they don't have to pay tax. Yeah, it's all the grey areas. Or give it away in charitable organisations and all this bullshit. I yeah, don't know. Oh yeah, that was that's a that's the biggest one that gets me about them so, on so the charities. Like I say, um, these millionaires have been protesting outside Bezos' Good. mansion. Good. Keep it he, up. His eighty mil, eighty million dollar. Manhattan apartment building, I should say. 80 million for one property? For an apartment I mean, that's, building. That is ridiculous, you know what I mean? That's like... Um, they were protesting wages. on tax day. Um, uh, they rented a mobile billboard and megaphones and obviously um, demanded that Bezos pay his fair share of taxes. And so he should, now, like the rest of I it. think, obviously, like we were talking about um, a couple of weeks ago, Robin Hood tax. Yes. And about how, um, you know, obviously, if, if the we taxed, like... Um, financial institutions for you know when kind yeah. of oh, the yeah. rich the elite rich one percent yeah. i think there'll be a lot of problems solved in a lot of places but you know uh, it was it so there was someone uh, uh there was someone who calculated out that if every single um millionaire billionaire and all that pay one percent into uh society um it would make it would change society dramatically yeah, but I mean, there'd be a lot of millionaires like your Bonos and your fucking Windows 95 guy yeah. who'd say, oh, well, we do that. Yeah, right. And, but. Yeah, but it gets thrown through different hoops. So when it gets, it, it's like the financial system. When it gets to one place, oh, I'll take a little chunk off that to do that. Yeah, but that and then get to another. And administration another, fees yeah, and, and stuff, stuff like that. Like that. Yeah, because always say, charitable, charitable donations are tax free, aren't they? So you uh, shouldn't yeah, be but paying then, any tax on them. Yeah, you won't be paying any tax, but you'll be paying. Uh, in, uh, in, in most cases, there's a little bit that has to go somewhere else. Okay. You know what I mean? Dues. Well. There you go. I think it's a, it's good that they're going out there, but like I say, it, it just yeah. goes to show how bad it is when the billionaires are out there fucking screaming about their yeah. tax. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? So, but right on, keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and um, we got some NASA news and um, UFO news. Yeah, basically, UFOs are rife at the moment. Um, Massively. I mean, good. we should be getting a hell of a lot, hell of more downloads than we are. Yeah. Considering it's such a big topic, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Now there's a lot of governments coming out and um, acknowledging the fact that UFOs and unidentified flying objects (USOs) um, yeah. and other phenomenon oh, are yeah. happening in the skies, in the waters, around the UK, America, around the world, yeah. right? And been saying this for years. Yes, we have yes. been saying this for a very long time. I've been doing it for at least. 35 years 35 years he was sat there in his nappies going yeah oh, I was proper watching the, the X-Files now yeah. yeah so uh, yeah. British military are now saying it is aware of UFO reports um, especially referenced by Obama oh right this is okay. a metro story um, and this is um, researcher oh, Nick Pope yes has said the British Very army should be playing uh, pay, uh, playing full roles in yeah. uh, US research in, in, um, into unidentified aerial phenomenon totally um, I think they are. It's just that it's not come out as much over here than it has over well, no, in the US. The, the Ministry of Defence or the MOD has confirmed that it's heard of the study. Yeah. But it's not officially engaged or done anything with it. Um, Get so, it. Nah, and that stuff yeah. that's been going on over in over Antarctica 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's referring to like um, shit, high level work and activity yeah. in Antarctica. Um, so, you know, that's them um, acknowledging it and whether they were involved or not. You've not really said. Yeah, they ain't, I don't think they're going to at the moment anyway. I'm so, just hoping that after this January report comes out that a lot of the other countries come out and go, you know what, well, all right, we've got more here that we can give out. Well, it's uh, funny, actually, before you said that, because um, they're talking about this report. The US um, submarines have been de- have detected uh, mysteriously a mysterious speeding craft under the water. Oh, yet again. And this is just ahead of the, the UFO report yeah. from the Pentagon. Yeah. Um, so the US Navy has um, basically detected an unexplained mysterious object moving at, a, at hundreds of knots um, under the water. Whoa. Um, as the Pentagon basically um, are getting ready to... Acknowledge that acknowledge UFOs. There. Do you think that this could be like? Um, I'm really hoping it's going to be the big uh, the reveal. Opening. Yeah, but hey, I'm now do you reckon? Start, yeah, but I'm now starting to get information so, so, on. Do you reckon these aliens were on their way there to the Pentagon to do a bit of like you know champagne schmoozing with the with the ambassadors? Oh yeah, they probably got dropped Eating off a Ferrero the Rocher. Oh yeah, definitely the Rocher's got to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, without a shadow of doubt, but I'm getting... It's not an ambassador's reception without one, really, is it? It isn't, but yeah. and don't forget the champagne as well. But I'm getting little bits of information at the minute. I've got to check out a, a, a load of things about... There's some people who are bringing good information out at the minute that might be plants. Mm. There's, there's Apparently, there's documentation to state that certain individuals uh, have been planted into say oh, certain right, things. okay yeah like so be, yeah. so what you why would they be hyping up the ufo sort be, of thing well that, you inf- well, infiltrate and are you, you ready put them for, in a direction. are you ready for project bluebeam yeah yeah well this was a part of that actually com- uh, uh, that i've got to look into that there, there you might go be maybe this this that. could be uh, smoke and mirrors yes or some sort yeah. of yeah well you've got, always Power got to think man. about it like that yeah, you know yeah, well, i mean yeah. i mean even though you kind of like Think it's out oh, there. Oh right, you're giving us the information. Is, yeah. Well, are you? Well, yeah, really? it's Maybe. whatever they're going to. It's always give this you, yeah. kind of grey, grainy sort of footage as yeah, well, it's isn't cat it? Cat and mouse game. We're chasing, chasing them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The documents, and they're going. No, yeah, all right, I'll give you one piece. So well, you um, have to chase they're them looking more. into what that could be, but obviously, whether that's going to be included in the report, we don't know. Well, um, yeah, but hopefully. Obviously, um, do you watch 60 Minutes at all? Uh, yes, I do, actually. So sometimes you do have some really good yeah, um, things good on. Interviews, um, so yeah. interviews on. So the Australian one I really like, to be honest. What was that about? Uh, uh, there's all different ones. It was about murderers and stuff like that, but I do like the way they... Oh, right. The, yeah, the show, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, this one's um, about a New Jersey um, report, which Ooh. was on Sunday um, on CBS's News 60 oh, Minutes right, episode. Um, and they're talking about... The um, acknowledgement of aerial phenomenon. Yeah, do you know what UAPs, I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the, the there's a lot more programs uh, I'm finding that are, uh, are coming out uh, with their own interpretations of what what's going on and what uh, what they they think it is. Well, now they're we talking about the denial. Something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So how they're looking at the Pentagon and walk back through the decades um, of the public's denial about the denial to the public well, this is about the this stuff. So, yeah. you know, I think it's quite good, cool. I think you should check it out. It's an yeah. uh, um, episode on 60 Minutes. So, Wait, I mean, I think that's right because I think that's been one of the main reasons, supposedly, why they haven't let anything out because if I lie to you, you're not going to trust me again. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, and we've been lied to so many times, and this is a, it's it, it's like a nine eleven. You know what I mean? It's a biggie. Well, it's you one of those. I, mean? I think it uh, changed it changed look, the world. At the end of the day, yeah, right. It's one of those where it's like as a as a government or whatever, you're you're yeah. flying your plane, yeah, right, and you or a, you're a pilot mm. or a naval officer, and you see something strange. You've got to then report it, yeah, yeah right. And then happen. what happens with that information gets is filed away it gets filed away. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's classified. So yeah, the person who actually saw it isn't even allowed to say anything. Oh because yeah, it's, yeah, it could be considered national security. Yeah. So so it gets investigated, and then they're supposed to. Well, they're supposed to. Well, they're supposed the to, well, they they will. They're investigating the ones they don't know about yeah, yeah, or yeah. what they. So or they'll go. Oh well. You know, we don't want to jump to conclusions and yeah, say yeah, that yeah, this yeah. is a, a UFO or, yeah. or a USO or anything. That, and then all know. of a sudden, oh, a fire broke out and all the documents get got burnt <laughs> out. I'm surprised that one hasn't come out yet. Like some big fucking, yeah, something's gone wrong. Like the mold's got to it or something like that. Yeah, Which, yeah. I, you know what? I can see in the future that some some of them uh, will come out that, you know, the really deep, deep stuff that we, we I don't even think we should exactly. know about. So, um, I've got one last story before we wrap up the show. Yeah. Um, and it's basically Elon Musk, the the, um, the Techno oh, King. Oh, Techno I, King. Again. Oh, yeah. Um, he's talking about his um, new Tesla Roadster type thing. Oh, right. Okay. Tesla SpaceX Roadster. Ah. And he's saying it'll, it'll fly. Oh, right. Will it? Who knows? Yeah, uh, yeah. Tesla CEO Elon Musk um, has revealed more details about the rocket-powered version of the company Roadster um, sports car. Yeah. Um, after the prototype arrived at the car museum in California this week, so he's oh, saying that it's going to be right, all fucking yeah. like you know what? roads where we're going. We don't need roads. Yeah, because there's um, I believe there is a company in Sweden um, where they've got. They can. Uh, they've got license a couple of years ago to actually be able to fly from one place to another in like these like cars. Right. Um, and they're the only company that like the got Jetsons. It. Yeah. 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 Basically. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think more and more <laughs> of that's going to be coming in, <laughs> His especially if Elmer. he comes in and starts. You know, here's an electric one. Yeah. Yeah. You well, know these I mean? are going to be about two hundred grand. Yeah, oh, starting price. Yeah. Um, they're going to be a bit based on the Roadster, except um, the <laughs> starting. They're going to be starting production in 2022, priced at around two two hundred grand. Uh, but the price um, or release date is so you know under wraps at the most yeah. moment. Um, I think it'd be noisy, and I also think it'd be it'd be more fans well, that kind of used instead of like power of a. Uh, 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 kind of fuel. Well, no, it's the thing. The roads does that thing that they uncovered, didn't he, in 2017? The thing that he was throwing bricks at and stuff, and going, "I can't yeah. smash my window," and then he smashed his window. Yeah, and like, then blamed it on. Oh well, we've oh, been doing it for like the last half hour. It's weak back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he's strong, been, honestly. Been shooting it. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's been um, like so. Um, it did get a lot of attention, it but did. like it, I thought it was a bit of an ugly looking car. Yeah. I, I I sort of did, but you know, you, you know, you can have attachments on it, make it's it a, a spoiler on and it's shit. A tank, mate. Yeah, put a spoiler on it. if it goes fast and it can do its job. You know, put a bit so, of boost uh, in it. But they're saying that the electric capacity of it is saying that you can do around. You'll be able to do around uh, six hundred and twenty miles. Nice, because um, it's electric on its electric. Yeah, but so, it's all about the recharge. 
Yeah, I know. You know I always I mean? think this. I was like, that. do you know, like, as a, um, you know, like, Good game, I'm, eh? I'm, I'm always though. watching the meter. Yeah, yeah, right. As a typical man. So yeah, really, right. you can only go and, about um, 300 miles. And I mean, like, you're plugging in stuff like cars. Yeah. It's like, what are you paying for the to run your car or your house? But then again, you, just, if it's so when, your you, when your electric bill's now covering your fuel costs on your car as oh, well. Yeah, you can see it. Oh can my be days. Massive. I mean, they, they mess around with it now, like you don't know how much you're supposed to be. And paying. then I wondered as well, do you know when you go to these charging points? Yeah. Right. Are you just, is it, can you just freely plug your car in or do you have to pay? I no, don't of understand. course you have to pay. Well, you have I to know, but how, card, do they, how do they charge by the what? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Razor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it's yeah, but the thing is, it sounds cheap. You know like, no, no, let's say five p a what? Yeah, no, but it's still going to be dead funny in the future when everyone's this queuing up the at the thing. petrol pumps yes. when they're not petrol pumps anymore. Yeah, but yeah. they're going. Oh, have you seen the what price today? Yeah. Oh, it's oh, yeah, appalling yeah, yeah, yeah. that what price. Yeah. And then we're all complaining about it, and then later Let's on we'll be like, you know what? Got loads of it. We could have stopped <laughs> it around about this time and gone, hold on, hold on, no, we don't want any fuel for the vehicle. We want something that actually goes on its own and keeps going on its own without any uh, any other kind got of... a water wheel. Yeah, it's because, uh, you <laughs> a know... A water wheel powered you van. Know, Porsche have made a synthetic um, fuel for... Um, I'm they, sure they could. I'm sure. We've they said have, this. We talked about suppressed technology. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That, and I knew you were going to say it was going to be made yeah, out of hemp because yeah. it always is. Yeah. Right. And you but, don't know what the charges they're going to be putting on them. Like they could go ten dollars a fucking. Well, it's like chip fat or petrol. You can yeah. run your car on chip fat. You can run your car on alcohol. You yeah, can run water. your car on. And well, there are water power. But yeah. we talked about suppressed technologies. But oh, yeah. you know these like um, absolute geniuses who have definitely come up with like um, a synthetic petrol. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. would be so cheap to make, and then they've gone. Eh, we'll take that. They put announced that it the, about ten years. Put ago, it in though. the vault. Yeah. They they already knew this was coming out, but it's the next. It's another expense that you have to keep going back to the manufacturer and going. Uh, can I have some fuel, please? Yeah. You know what I mean. So and then you've got to pay for that fuel where you you should have a vehicle where the the fuel shouldn't be there. Yeah. It should automatically be there twenty four seven. Just the sun, more, more using more of that when they're sitting in the uh, the the night or the day, you know, in the car park, they're yeah, charging yeah. up. You know what I mean, and kind of stuff like that. Right. Well, but I go. I got one about Virgin's new plane because we haven't. Uh, talked oh yeah, about, yeah, of course. Uh, Virgin, Virgin Atlantic are actually yeah. They're um, we have talked about them a bit. We've yeah, but, they but they've really not really done been done much. doing yeah. anything. Yeah. So they've you been know, a bit boring, but. Um, Actually, this week... Uh, <laughs> Typical virgins. Yeah, it is, it is. They're boring. They don't want to yeah. do anything. Yeah, they need to come to the party, man. They need, they need <laughs> to on. join with... Yeah. Uh, with Beardy Branson. And yeah, you know, come out, it, Come out, man. Branson. Come out, son. Um, so, yeah, get off your island. Um, so, basically, they've had a uh, first test flight of their plane uh, to 55 miles above the Earth. That's the furthest they've been to the upper atmosphere. Um, and they're planning on... Uh, uh, three more key tests, flights, uh, to be able to get their 600 paid customers to yeah, go up. people have already paid. Yeah. The people are booked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Booked it, packed it. Yeah, we're ready. We're ready to go. We're ready for our summer holidays. Um, but, yeah, uh, they're on the uh, their way up. So, I suppose, like, the rest of the countries are, and companies are trying to, you know, the space race, try and get up there. 
But I'm glad that a British company's doing... Uh, Good, yeah, well, getting... I like it. I mean, yeah, but it's like they keep going a bit out and going, hey, we just got a little bit further this time. You know yeah. what I mean? What do you and have the, to do for the licence? No, no, because the problem with, with this, right, and I mean, I like that, that Richard Branson's doing something. Yeah. Yeah, and Virgin Atlantic, yeah. yeah. But he's not got no object. He's not got a destination, right? You don't yeah. think? No, everyone else has got a destination. Yeah, they're all trying to get somewhere. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to get someone up in space no. so I can, you know, uh, no, no, it's no, a so nice what? little taxi ride. Space, that's it. It's like, you know, we're, we're, we've got a Mars mission, we've got a, a yeah. fucking moon mission. Yeah. Richard Branson's got no, he's not, um, he's look not around tr- the earth. going anywhere. Look around the earth. I want to go up to have a look around the so earth. So he's a glorified, I know, I know he's he's a glorified fucking, it's a glorified. It's a taxi driver. It's not a taxi yeah. driver, it's a tour, tour guide. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like those guys who'd be like, um, on your left, you'll yeah, see exactly. the town yeah, hall. Yeah, yeah. It was built in 1918. But if you're going to pay about, what well, I don't know, about half a million whereas, to get up there, whereas I'm not being it. funny, right? Yeah, he's uh, not really got much in terms of um, you know landmarks to 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 be pointing at. Yeah, it's like if you fair, look to your left, you'll see the planet Earth. Yeah, but to be uh, fair, that's about it. <laughs> to be fair, this is this uh, uh, this is another step. Um, of an adventure that you know he's known for being an adventurous well, man if you're going to be an adventurer go out and adventure don't fucking just but skim around the know? earth and come back home yeah but you don't know what other things he could be doing at. He could. this could be just a test flight for the new massive you know spatial that's going to be up there oh, no I'm not knocking him I'm just saying it it just seems a bit kind of like you know Everywhere, ev- all these other companies have a bit of an objective. Yeah, whereas yeah. his objective is to to literally to get there, basically to fly around space. and come just to go to well, space and come home. That's basically honest, it. I think no. I think to be honest, his his objective is <laughs> don't to get you the, argue with me the license to get up there. Yeah. What do you mean the license? We well, need a license through uh, Noah. I think it is. S- who? Who's Noah? Noah's. Because like, I said um, this before, yeah. right? I said if I built a spaceship and flew like flew out of the uh, orbit and just went for a space ride, and Taylor goes, you'd get shot down. And I was like, well, why? He goes, you need a license. Space. It's our airspace. It's space. Yeah. It's and not I, like I, I'm going to have the, the, the fuzz. The fuzz come and run me, run me up and give me a ticket. Yeah, and well, uh, yeah. a producer and yeah. say fucking I need you know what have you got license why well, don't know be why are you planning on space? sitting on the fucker when it goes up no, just especially just the first one I mean yeah and I'm with you on this I don't think they they should have the right to tell you if you could leave this planet or not at the end of the day yeah if I wanted to leave this planet yeah. and I had the capabilities to do it then yeah. you, who who could say, tell me I, I wasn't allowed yeah, but, but apparently yeah. Taylor's saying that I've got I've, I, I, I'd be in big trouble yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, you're you not know. allowed to you have to go uh, uh, this uh, hold on there's, I think there's about five companies who've had the access up to now <laughs> fair enough yeah and it's like well actually you have no right to stop me from... But then again, de- then as soon as it leaves well, the orbit... Well, I'm going. So uh, <laughs> yeah, but then we have no right to turn around and stop them from shooting me. All right. You know yeah, what I mean? I so, you know what I mean? Because they just go, well, I'll just shoot you uh, halfway there. You know what I mean? Or there's an accident. No, because no, because they're supposed to fire a warning shot across your bow. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, but they were off they'd by open, a little bit. I've seen Star Trek and Star Wars. It, they, op- they fire a warning shot yeah. and then open comes... And then someone pressed the front of the uh, torpedoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he pressed it by accident. Gonna, what, like fucking hit? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I nudged that little button. I knew hit, I shouldn't have pressed that uh, red button. Yeah. Quick fire. Well, Shit. you know how it is, don't you? When you're in a cockpit and you see that big red button saying, do not push. 
Like that, I don't know. What would All happen right, if Bush. I press that? Yeah, Fuck it. I know. Yeah. Bush. Well, that's why I always thought about Bush. Anyway, well, yeah, yeah, and Trump. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know. About Time's Trump. ticking, now and we've got to listen. Now. We've got to go. That's the. This <laughs> yes, is it. that is. That's his abuse. I can tell. I can tell he's getting on one, and yeah, um, the, know, the yeah. show could be um, over time, an, another five hours long. Yeah. Um, well, get in touch if you've had any yeah. questions or you've Please got do. anything you want to talk about. Yeah. Any tell uh, us off or suggestions. You know, give us praise, <laughs> even though we do get praise. We don't deserve it. We don't. Um, well, <laughs> um, you can get in touch with us at neverstraightanswerit at gmail dot com. Um, you can email us at. Um, over on the website, you you, there's a section there where you can um, send us a, a contact form there. Yes, there um, there's plenty of downloadable content and other bits oh, and pieces on the website too. Merch, oh, and videos, it's all good. And blogs and news, it's yep. all, loads. Don't well worth going over. Subscribe. Oh, sorry, you got a bit of a back twinge then. Ooh. Ooh, you um, you, we're on social media. We um, on Twitter at NASA underscore Never and Instagram yeah. um, at Never Straight Answer. Um, we're available on all podcast platforms wow. on YouTube and uh, Spotify, iTunes, everywhere, iHeartRadio, everywhere you get your podcast fix. We we're there. We are. Um, if there's anything I've missed, yeah, please vote for us. Yes, in the um, Quiet Thing Media yes. um, Awards. We'd love I'd a trophy really up on our. I don't know. Would they give us a trophy? I don't know, but uh, I'd like a trophy. I'd like it for the viewers. Like, like that what? he shows it. Oh yeah, if it was viewers yeah. listening to them who yeah. voted for us, then yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah defo. So we'll f- yeah. So we only go do and vote this for really us. for the viewers. So you know, it's we it, don't, it's we all don't down get, to them. We do it for fun, man. We well, don't, we, do we, don't do get, that. we don't get paid. No, do you know no. what I mean? No. We do it for the for the the thrill of the chase, and yes. the, because we like uh, we like humanity, and we want to give them you a chance and give you information. We're yeah. rambling. Right. We are. Anyway, we are. That's the yeah, end of sure the show. Uh, thank you, Mimi, for joining us. <laughs> yes, thank, thank you very to much. all our Patreons who help us out. Yeah. Remember, we do have offers on Patreon at we the do. moment where you get free sticker um, on, on sign-up. Yeah. And we're actually going to be doing some um, video blog-type yeah, things on there yeah. as well if you want a bit of a personal insight into me and Taylor's things, yeah. daily life. Yeah. I don't know. That'll be starting up soon, I'm yes, sure. Definitely. Well, that's the end of the show. Hope you've it enjoyed is. it. Um, yeah. I, I've been Gaz. I've been Taylor. This has been the Never A Straight Answer podcast. We'll catch you next time. We will. Peace. Uh, ooh,